The cool chick of this joint, a study of UAP Debs, Money Nathan Finn to be here in a minute when he gets the technology business sorted out. Deb, how you doing, girlfriend? I'm doing great. You like my hat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a hat too. I got to find where the hell I put it. I might have to call Katiani in with an assist here. I had a hat. I don't know what I did with it. You look great, Deb, as usual. Thank uh, you. And, and, and those backstage will get to see your smiling face. As I said... Money Nathan is battling the issues of technology. Uh, but you know what? The show must go on, and we're going to intro my brother. When he gets in here, he's responsible for all the branding that you see here. He is the executive producer of this show, and that's why it looks so damn cool. Certainly, it has nothing to do with me. So with that, let us bring in the legends of the UAP community, a bunch of people whom I just love, people that are awesome. So uh, let's start. So we'll go left to right, and uh, let's start with a, a friend of CAB, somebody who has helped us get guests, who has introduced us to people, uh, who has told us of his experiences in a very genuine way and become a great friend. So party people, put those hands together for Max McCabe. Hey! <laughs> How's it going, handsome? You all right? Oh, thank you, handsome. I, I love the hair, DJ. Thank you, brother. I, you know, I was going to say the same about you, but you beat me to it. Um, so <laughs> let's move in. Intro the next one. This brother's from Manchester. He's about as smart as a whip. And if you think you're smarter than him, that's what the hell he's hoping for. Because he's representing the people of Manchester who need it. He's also an expert in uh, ancient structures, in my opinion. And he's going to be coming up with uh, on a show uh, I think we're going to look for like mid-February with uh, with Dan Warren. But uh, before we introduce him, let's get to the man, David Smithast. <laughs> hey, hi DJ, hi everybody, hi Deb, hi Max. Yeah, I'm in the servant. I'm in the servants' quarters tonight at Smithers Towers. So uh, hopefully you'll forgive the uh, poor appearance. I've just kicked the butler out, so don't you worry. Is that where McGrillin's going to stay if he comes over? Well, they're all exactly well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's lucky, that's of course. <laughs> all right. Uh, and after that, we're going to bring in uh, uh, Dave's co-conspirator on a, a very near future episode of Cab. Uh, everybody knows him because of his TikTok, the fifth pillar of emphasis. He's from Tennessee. He's trying to help out me to help out the Bigfoot community. And he's always bringing news and positivity to the joint. That is none other than, hey, look over there, Holmes, Dan Warren. Hey, everybody. Good, good to see everybody smiling faces on this Sunday. Just remind hey. only, only one week left before Christmas, and Amazon's not delivering before Christmas anymore. So you guys are out of luck. Run to Walmart. <laughs> Damn, that brother looks good. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, let me see. Let me get to the bottom of the screen. Okay, so this guy's a brother. Uh, he is a craftsman and artisan who lives in the south of England. He has become a good friend of mine and cab. We've had some great conversations, and he's just very, very kind to me. I hope he shows up at the next uh, UAP uh, UK luncheon that we're going to have maybe in, like, February. Yeah, so I, I haven't haven't told Andy or Mark about that yet. We're going to get to it. 
and and put your hands together for Marky O'Boyle. Hi guys. Hi everyone, brother. Ornaments. Good to see you. Hi Deb, it's nice to meet you finally. Hi Max, Dave, Hello. Dan, love your videos, brother. Love them. DJ, hello, my friend. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, next, uh, this man is known. I'll tell you what, man. This is like the like the 60 minutes of UAP media, man. This guy has got one of the dopest shows out there. You know what I'm talking about. It is professional, okay? And I'm talking about uh, the creator of that UFO podcast. And you know what we're talking about. We chilling with Andy McGrilly! <laughs> Hola and buenas tardes to all my fellow Argentinians out there. <laughs> if I'll tell you what, I would have thought that you were straight out of Buenos Aires if if I didn't know you were from Scotland. That is brilliant, Andy. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's good to see. How many languages do you speak, McGrillin? I mean, come on. Um, Scottish, English, and just those lines of Argentinian. <laughs> and I'm told you do a whole bunch of great impressions that uh, we'll never hear on air, so as not to oh, offend God, no. anyone, but uh, hopefully off air. I'll, I'll take it either way. Uh, but before we get to that um, and, and engage with you, I wanted to introduce my brother, the co-conspirator in Calling All Beings, somebody that everybody loves because he's as smooth as a bottom. You know what I'm talking about? My man, the co-host of this joint, the co-host of Liminal Frames, the co-host of, I think it's called Perturbations with Kelly Chase. Put your hands together for money, Nathan. Hello. What's up? Hey, co-conspirator. How you doing, brother? Um, I, well, I've been better. I don't know what's going on with my computer. I'm glad to be here. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, no problem. You sound sexy as usual. Uh, but you know what? Somebody else that uh, I know that Andy thinks is just such a beast has uh, shown up at the bottom of the screen, so we got to get him in the joint. Oh, look at that. He's dressed up like Rudolph, except without the red nose. He is an author of several books about UFO history in World War II and now in the 50s. He's getting it done. Put your hands together for Graham Rendo. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes! <laughs> Man, Andy, was that part of, like, did you guys say, hey, all the all the guys from UAP UK Media have to wear something, you know, holiday? No? I would never encourage that sort of festivity. No, no, definitely not. Oh, guys, brilliant. If I move it along just two spaces to the right, you can wear it. <laughs> Take me it. to your own days, Graham. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome. Um... I really wanted to um, really to uh, wish a holiday greeting to all of you. We did write down uh, a couple of topics. I have a couple of wild card topics uh, that that I haven't shared with those guys yet, simply because I wrote them before the show. Uh, and Nathan also has some questions that uh, that he's he's made in a spreadsheet that he's going to ask. Uh, so uh, just to kick it around. But um, before we go any further, uh, take it away, Nathan. Oh hey yeah so um, so DJ do you see I can't actually control the oh. uh, the presentation but do you see it in the tray like in the backstage you can if it's still sitting there you can add it to the screen. It's it's I don't see anything sitting there. You are it's it's got five and four so there's nine objects back there. 
Where would I, let me see. You know what? It might be in the present area, right? And slides. Let's see. Yeah. Is it untitled present? This is probably it. All right. Stand by. I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can come back in and then I can at least control it. Wait, I think it's there now. Let me see. Is it this right here? Oh, no, that's not it. That was something I put in there. Yeah. Full throttle. Stand by, y'all. Technical difficulties. Be right All back. Right, We're going to get with it. Uh, in the meantime, I can feed you guys one of mine and see see what you got. So uh, the topic of this is uh, thought leaders of the UAP community and to see if you guys can guess who made this quote. Okay. Um, okay. I think I'm going to go with this one and see, and, and it'll be interested, uh, Deb, to also uh, take a shot at this one. So this is a quote from a UAP thought leader, someone that we've all spoken with uh, and we all love, all heard from on multiple podcasts. And it goes like this. We're just a bunch of angry apes. I'm not sure we're ready for the answers yet. I mean, you don't tell your children certain things until they're mature. I don't think we've proven we're still not mature enough yet, unquote. Uh, what what UAP thought leader does would someone like to to have a guess at that one? Let me move this from the street. Yeah, I, I can have a go. I think oh, it's wait. Lou Elizondo he, all day. Uh, a, it is not. Does anyone else oh, want to fathom? I want to go. I want to go. Up, go ahead, Andy. Um, do I get two guesses, or do I only get one? Oh, you one. get one because then Max is going, or whomever uh, whoever was she was. So first. I need to pick. Um. Okay, so I'm going to go with Jim Semivan. Hey! Um, you know what? I That would have been my guess, Andy, but it's Good not guess. him. That was going to be the guess I was going to have. Uh, go ahead, Maxie. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely divert to the lady of the room, Debs, because I thought it was Jim anyway as well. So. Wow. So that's three of them. Who, okay, that's two of us. I think I know. Us. Three of us. I think I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ross Colthart. It wasn't. Wow, this one's better than I thought. Dan knows. Yeah, Dan knows. money, I'm, Dan. I'm gonna have to go with Gary Nolan. Yeah. Um, process of elimination. <laughs> that was my other guess. Yeah. Yeah, Dan Warren, that is awesome, man. I'll tell you, man. There's some magic in this guy. I don't know what the hell it is. When you got to come back to Destin, man, I could just get some of that magic, man. Just get close to you. Well, it's not free to go to Destin, so that's one of the impediments. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll get down there sooner or later. Good. I hope so, man. I, if you were already here this year, I damn missed you. Um, anyway. Right. Uh, hey, can you guys hear me brother? now? Just, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Sound wow. great. All right. I know what happened. All right. So we've got some uh, – we got a little trivia here, and I'm going to put it on screen. And when everybody, everybody gets a chance to answer the, this question, there's no right or wrong answer. This trivia is completely ridiculous, and I made it up this morning. Uh, but I thought it would be fun to play. So we're going to get two questions with this group. I'm going to put this on screen. First question in Cavs Ridiculous Holiday Trivia is, which cryptid would you trust to take care of your pets while you're away on holiday or vacation? So we, our choices are A, Mothman, B, Dogman, C, Bigfoot, or D, Nessie. So uh, why don't we start with our, our friend Max McCabe over there. Max, uh, who would you be most comfortable with here with your, with your pets? Well, you know, it's a tricky one because if I had a dog, dog man, they might just make the best of friends. We never know. Maybe we're just judging dog man a bit too harsh. But to be honest, I, you never really hear much bad stuff about Mothman. So, and Nessie, <laughs> oh, this is tricky. 
this is trickier than I thought. I'm going to go with Nessie. She's just going to hang out in the in the water and leave, you know, play catch or something. I love Dee. it. I love it. Great answer. All right, going with D Nessie. So, all right, so Dave, uh, what would you say here? Oh, I think I'd have to go with uh, Bigfoot, to be honest with you. Uh, the other two are probably, Mothman and Dogman are probably cryptos, and they have a reputation for killing dogs. So uh, I think I'd go with Bigfoot, who is very nice and nurturing. Although Nessie, if it's in the water, couldn't do much damage, I suppose, unless I put my uh, pets in a fish tank and jump them down. So, yes, Bigfoot, <laughs> I think. Excellent. Excellent. All right. See, Bigfoot. Fantastic. Dan, what do you think here? All right. So everybody knows that Dogman smokes cigarettes, so I don't want my house smelling like cigarettes. Uh, Mothman's a flight risk and my dog can't swim. So I'm going to have to go with Bigfoot on this one. Excellent. All right. Well, that's, that's two for Bigfoot so far. That's, uh, that's fantastic. All right. So uh, Marco Boyle, uh, how are you feeling about this year? Know, man. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea who Dogman is. <laughs> I, I do have a very, very cute little dog who is not around at the moment. They're like a really cute, vicious little dog. Mm. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go with Dave with Bigfoot here because Bigfoot can speak telepathically to my dog. So. <laughs> oh, yes. other things. I love it. Bigfoot, course, you know, coming, I mean, out, coming out the lead here, Bigfoot. I love that. All right. So uh, Andy. Yeah, so thinking back to the Mothman prophecies, the movie, it was a foreboding of bad things, wasn't it? So your your pet's probably going to die, and I had that already this year. Um, <laughs> Nessie. Oh, sorry, brother. No, I just want to bring the tone down and share some pictures of my, of my pet that died. Uh, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> oh. I do miss him. I do miss him. <laughs> so glad we had you. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, um, Dogman reminds me of my deceased pet, so thanks for bringing that one up again. Uh, <laughs> Nessie, um, it would probably drown the dog, but again, that's that's by the by now. Um, Bigfoot, I reckon, has got a tender side. Mm. You know, you often yep. see him walking away shy, retiring. I reckon in his late 40s, you know, he's having a bit of a midlife crisis and <laughs> would, would look after the pet as one of his own. Um, might be mildly aggressive when you go to collect them on the way back, but I'll get in touch with David Palides about that. So yeah, for me, probably Bigfoot, see Excellent, excellent, Bigfoot. All right, well, Graham, last vote here. Uh, okay. uh, well, do Dogman to me, I, I, I must admit, I don't know much about Dogman either. It sounds like a superhero has been last in line when the superpowers were given out. Um, so out of all of them, uh, Mothman to me is the most scary and is the one that certainly kept me awake at nights when I used to read about him in the 1970s in John Keel's book. So he'd be the one that would scare whatever pet I had to death. And so either I would come back and it would be so submissive that actually it would do what I said once, you know, I, I took the pet back. So I'd be, I'd be really happy. Um, but yeah, yeah. Mothman, definitely. <laughs> I love it. And, Mothman. And, and, Nathan, DJ, what Nathan, about you, man? I, brother, I just want to say this, like <laughs> it could, if your dog is aggressive, uh, as many, many of, uh, uh, people experiencers of Bigfoot have said, your dog could literally be torn in half. People mm. have seen them care. So if your dog is cool and approaches Bigfoot, like with kind of like a submissive, cool manner, I think it goes really well. Uh, people have seen Bigfoot that have dogs as pets uh, in South Carolina. Some fishermen were getting after a dog and Bigfoot kind of came down the bank and said, no, 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 I'm going to throw rocks at you. Um, so it could go very well unless your dog tries to get jiggy. Mm. Wow. Okay, yeah. Deb, what, what do you think? And then we'll move on to the next one here. Oh, it's definitely going to be Bigfoot. Bigfoot's Big got foot. that maternal side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need my, my puppies to have maternal care. 
<laughs> I love it. All right. Well, the clear winner here, Bigfoot. Uh, yeah. Love that. Love that. Bigfoot, Big take care foot. of the cat and the dog and the fish, whatever. Uh, leave the keys with Bigfoot, let's say. Uh, we will do that. And yeah. by the way, they've entered several people's homes, and uh, th- there's some really good experiencer narratives about them entering the home and, and not destroying things. Unfortunately, though, we got to get these guys out of here because the next group is in, and we're at 20 minutes after. Oh, we so, are. Yeah. Okay. Well, we the, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, great to see you all and have you with us. Yeah. Happy Christmas, guys. Take, take Happy that Halloween. one off. Real, wait, take this <laughs> yeah. one off. Hey, Happy uh, Christmas. Yeah, that Happy basically, uh, uh, Cabby, goodbyes. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, really, this was about just really wanting to wish you guys happy holiday and say how much we appreciate your friendship and fellowship and everything that all of you bring to the community, sometimes like in a really big way that, that Andy, that reaches a lot of people. And then some of the rest of us, you know, don't reach as many people, but we reach an, a lot nonetheless. And that was on display at the uh, when we met up in New York City. So uh, thank you very much, guys. Namaste. Buenas noches. Yeah. <laughs> happy, happy holidays. Happy Christmas. Happy, Merry uh, Christmas, guys. Yes. Christmas. Thank, you. thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Please take care. Have a good evening. Good afternoon. Thank you, brother. Bye. Thank you, Dan. See you later. You see you later. All right. Uh, bye, Andy. <laughs> bye. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah! Oh! <laughs> Woo! That was unexpected. Woo! Yeah! Hello. Woo! Loving the energy. Where's Nathan? Where? There he is. My goodness. There he is. Uh, no. Nope. There he is. The outfit. Hey. Oh, yeah. I'm loving Woo! the hat, Nathan. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you guys. There's so many squares down here, and DJ that. and I are both clicking them. So it's just. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I can <laughs> just lay off. Yeah. I can lay off and let you do it, man. You're back to the good. executive producer role. I can just be the you know meathead that I'm so so good at. Um, <laughs> welcome, Vinny Adams, and welcome, uh, Dan Zetterstrom from Mexico. Bienvenidos, amigo. Hola. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's the extent of my spanish my, minus uh no tengo miedo a las fantasmas which means i ain't afraid no ghosts all right Ooh, we, like gotta, that, we yeah. gotta get yeah we gotta get mark out of there and who else are we waiting on i ain't afraid of no ghosts uh looks like uh chris sharp, <laughs> um, <laughs> chris sharp red panda uap ash oh, all right what a crew I hope they show up. Otherwise, we we finna we're, get started we're without rolling. them. We'll just keep rolling here. You know? rolling. It's all good. Good to see you guys. I'm so rolling. happy to be here. Happy Great holidays. Well, if, happy I holidays rolling on the, if I sing Rolling on a River, uh, Vinny's going to be like, uh, who's that? Credence what? Huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not hip-hop. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Not Love. enough beat there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, do you want to keep rolling with the trivia? We've got we got more questions. We can, we can please. That was that, so. I was Nathan, getting involved that, on that. That before. question was dope, man. <laughs> Woo! All right, well, slide two here. Here we go. Uh, in our cab ridiculous holiday trivia, in a category we're calling J. Allen High Necks, <laughs> which alien species would be voted most likely to win a limbo competition? Uh, a. The oh, mantids. Man. B. The small grays. C, the Nordics, or D, that orb from Skinwalker Ranch. (laughs) Man, I'm so ready for this. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, uh, ahead, Vinny. 
Man, yeah, this is a really, really tough one because obviously the obvious answer would be that orb from Skinwalker Ranch. But then in my mind, I'd like to see the mantids all like crooked and twisted, bending backwards with that pumping music going on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to go with the mantids. I love that. I mean, they can probably go real low. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, (laughs) dude. (laughs) And it depends how big they are, too. Like if they're kind of little, then they can just walk under like the orb, you know? Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking they're quite big and tall and spindly. And but they just after a few like shots of liquor, they can just flex back and you know, Neo from the Matrix style. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Dan, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go for the orb from Skinwalker Ranch because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we're thinking about limbo competition, it, it can just move through that limbo bar and not touch it. Uh, so is that a disqualification? Yes. Yes, yeah. Dan. Yes. I would yeah. like to call a, a party foul <laughs> yeah. right now. It's a breach of the rules because they have not maintained contact with the ground. So, Orb, I'm sorry. I realize you like to torment and torture all the staff at the ranch, and you take great pleasure <laughs> in sending people to the ER. However, you're disqualified. Get so, them out between of here. the yes, the Nordics, the Greys, and the Mantids, thank you. Oof, man. The most Bill Murray <laughs> well, fashion I can do it. I don't think the Nordic. I mean, the Nordics are pretty much, you know, human yeah. two arms, two legs, that kind of thing. And humans, they're not going to be as good as mantids or small greys. I don't want to go for mantids again because Vinny chose the mantids. So I'm going to go for the small greys and just hope that there's something in their abilities where they can just, you know, bend down knees and get under that bar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about the head size, Dan? Do you worry about that at all? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Flexibility, it's, yoga. It's a fair point. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe the heads... point they just can't get lower. Yeah, but maybe I... the heads go slimmer if they turn them sideways. Oh, there you go. I hadn't thought about dude, that, yeah. dude. I have a question for Debs. Debs, the Nordics uh, with the translucent skin, uh, mm-hmm. would it freak you out a little bit? You know, you have this clear skin. You might see like blood pumping and capillaries, you know, and veins and stuff, and you might be like a little grossed out. Like I would think you, despite the Fabio-like hair, you might not want to date any one of those Nordics. <laughs> Is the question, <laughs> would I date a Nordic? <laughs> well, well, it's a two-tier. Sure First of all, like uh, would you be weirded out by see, being able to see through their skin and possibly seeing some of the architecture of, of their uh, their their blood system there, their pulmonary system? You could just or, see the tequila uh, rushing through their veins. <laughs> yeah, I, it's true. It could be helpful. It could be. You could, you could maybe see their heartbeat, you know, based on their pulse. <laughs> oh, okay. So, de- so they wouldn't be able to fool you in terms of professions of love and things like that. Mm. That's true. That's okay. helpful. Oh. <laughs> okay. I think so, so now, you know, my question about the mantids, though. Okay, if the mantids don't win, are they are they good losers or are they sore losers? I don't know. You know, how do they? Do they I feel like they'd be sore losers, right? The party I feel like they would. Right. Yeah, they'd yeah. be bad. But then you might have one that just holds the others back. Like, not now, lads. Not now. The grays are very like. I feel like the Greys just will be happy to take part, you know. Just stoic about it, yeah. You know, yeah. Just another day in the factory there at the Grey. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or a breakaway from the factory for one little night out. Exactly. Night, <laughs> yeah. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, hey, let's, let's go to the next question here, see what we got in the trivia hopper. So, all right, uh, which would you rather do? This is a tough one. We think about it. A, be read in to the core UFO secret. <laughs> B, take a joyride in a UFO. Oh! C, go on a romantic date with Sasquatch. Or D, 
travel back in time with a sports almanac from the future to become a corrupt, <laughs> corrupt casino magnate who only to be humiliated by some punk kid named Calvin Klein. <laughs> really think about this. This is a tough one. I don't, I don't know. It's a tough one. Uh, Vinny, what do you, you seem to be pondering this pretty well. What do you think? Yeah. I am. My mind's going in every direction. I mean, as <laughs> much as, and I will say, I'm going to cancel out C. I love Sasquatch, but you know, I'm sorry. I'm not into the hairy type. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that is speciesist, Vinny. That is not okay. I, I, said, ha- I said hairy type. It's just it too much hair. Human or anything. I, mm-hmm. So it's not species based. I'm going to go with A or B and I'm going to go with A. Mm, all right, you're going all in. Red um, into the core UFO secret. Yeah. Love that. Excellent, excellent. All right, so Dan, what do you think so about this? D, I'm going to remove just because I feel like there's copyright issues there. Uh, <laughs> 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 as fun as that would be. It's been be all right? We can watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, a would be great, but I wouldn't be able to talk to anyone about it. So mm. that would suck for me. I'd want to tell everyone about it. You the could, joy you could UFO the other thing. people that have been in A. Uh, yeah, but they all suck. Um, the, <laughs> take a joyride in a ufo i'm not sure how much of a joyride it would be it would be cool to see the solar system but in terms of like feeling the acceleration and inertia there's not going to be any of that um so i feel like that would be a bit more boring than i think it would be so based on elimination i'm going to go on a date with the sasquatch <laughs> ah! I, I have heard a couple of uh i have heard a couple of uh, folks that uh let's how do they say it people that have them show up at their house like every day or show up in their backyard habitation they call it uh, i'm sure Vinny's heard him too because he's steeped on this topic uh they've some of them said they're beautiful i've heard women say that the the males are are handsome yeah. uh i've heard some weirder comments by males about males uh and i i'd say weird but let's say interesting comments um, before we do that, though, I, I do want to introduce the people that we have because we didn't really do that properly. And I know you guys all know who they are. But uh, what we're looking at here uh, at the bottom of our screen is the co-host of that uh, UAP podcast. And also Dan has his own pod. What is the name of your pod again? So I do a, a kind of a sideshow called Coloring Outside the Lines, um, which I'll be using more going forward. Uh, interesting kind of interviews with people adjacent to the UAP conversation. Um, and also as I'm tracking around kind of all the ancient sites and stuff here, I've been taking video and I'll be putting stuff together and making episodes of that for, for color and outside the lines too. He's a great content creator. Just one of the best. That's fantastic, Dan. Very excited. Listen, if you haven't heard the first episode of coloring outside the lines, it's a, it's a banger. It's excellent. Uh, I highly recommend it. And Dan can't wait to see more content from that. You got ideas. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, do, I seem to do one episode person. a year, but it's a good episode. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're averaging one a year. This is really good. It's consistent. Quality, you know, not quantity. You, yeah, yeah no bad reviews. Yeah, 100% yeah, on Rotten exactly. Tomatoes. You know, it's Perfect. good. <laughs> All right. Our, our next guest is a man you've seen on this channel many times because uh, he's very giving of his time. He's also helped us get a number of high-profile guests, and uh, he's a dear friend of all of us, so put your hands together for somebody's hair that looks damn good. <laughs> Vinny Adams, host of Disclosure Team. What's Cheers, up? guys. Thank you so Snaps much. Snaps to Vinny. Snaps to Vinny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the William Shakespeare of UFO Twitter. He from Stratford-upon-Avon. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, man. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you. Um, so Nathan, I think if you have more, I'll save. Uh, if you want me to save my my uh, trivia,s I can save them. If you have 
more. I, we I have. only have one more for this group, so we could do that, okay. or we can do yours. Which let's you do yours, yeah, because okay. we got nine minutes, um, and then we got it. We'll probably uh, start getting everybody out of here a minute early. Get the next group in, stay on schedule. All right, here's the last question for this group. As party people, <laughs> what should you do? A, kick your feet together. B, put your hands together. C, call your political representative and ask about the UAP report. Or D, keep partying. Oh, man. Yeah, I know one, what right, Benji's going to yeah. say. Yeah, Benji, what, what, do you, what do you think, man? Well, I, I think if you're a true party person, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I think you would already have called your political representative. We're so good and, at this. And so after that, there's nothing but keep partying, man. <laughs> Just keep partying. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Come on, man. We can still do this serious work, ask the serious questions, do all that, and still have a good time, you know? And, and before we get to the next one, I just want to say uh, <laughs> Kelly Chase from UFO Rabbit Hole Podcast, hey, hey. one of Nathan's co-conspirators in that joint, uh, hey. says, I'll fight you for the squatch date. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what, Kelly Chase. Have you seen some of these representations, man? These dudes are built, man. That's all I got to say. I, uh, I would say that <laughs> Kelly and I could go do like an Attenborough-esque documentary trying to get to know the squatch and the squatch family and the different squatches and find like the true face behind this phenomena. You know, yes. I think that would be a good show. Dan, like, what, about, what about what about what about <laughs> Nathan's got a dating service? You might be missing out on one night stand squats though. <laughs> that's that's oh my god, there's so much saying. creative juice here. I, I don't yeah. know, I'm scared of what Deb's gonna say now. Uh, but uh, no kidding, though, this year, um, uh, Dan Warren, we didn't tell you during the last thing, Vinny and I have been talking a little bit in the background, and Dan Warren, he got me uh, some contact for uh, the representative, uh, what's that gentleman's name from Tennessee, Tim? Burchett. Tim Burchett. Yeah, Tim Burchett, yeah. And uh, so I'm going to uh, write up something and try to get some representation toward the Bigfoot topic. We are so blessed in our community that we've had plenty of uh, uh, high-profile voices to carry the message forward from us to legislators, and they have basically none, uh, near as I can tell. On the local level, they've done well. There's actually some state uh, and county properties that have been said, this is a Sagasawatch area, you can't hunt here, these types of things, not targeting them if you are a hunter. So on the local level, there's been a little bit, but not on a, on a national level. So hopefully... Uh, we're going to try to represent on our show, and I hopefully hopefully you guys do as well. Vinny talked about it, and and I, I hope you guys do as well. They could use our help and our organization. So, uh, with that, uh, let us. Uh, that is that's the end. Did everybody? Well, do did we, you, what, what's your answer to this question? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah. Me? Yeah. Yeah. How would you answer? Uh, me? Yeah. You know, uh, I I think always. You know, obviously people would expect me to say, "Put your hands together." Uh, but call your political representative and ask about the report would be the most responsible answer that you could have. Uh, we have had uh, a lot of movement, but uh, that doesn't mean – that's why lobbyists don't go to Washington for one year and then quit. Um, it's a continuing effort, so uh, we have to have that kind of continuing effort, and we have to hopefully uh, get the, uh, the Bigfoot people, get their start going so that they actually have an effort because right now they're having – more, uh, as I've said, they're having more Bigfoot, uh, what do we call these, symposiums and conferences that we're having for UFOs, and they're having much less traction in, in uh, nationally. Yeah. 
Interesting. Uh, Deb, what about you? What what would you recommend party people do in this situation? Um, I honestly think all of the above. Whoa. (laughs) At the same time? Wow. Yes. In one second. You guys haven't (laughs) seen Deb party, so she can do it. It Deb doesn't color between the lines, Dan. That's all I get to say. (laughs) I haven't seen Deb party, but I have seen her in a bookshop, and I have a feeling I'd like how she parties. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd be the person that was at a party going outside calling representatives. (laughs) Nice, nice. That's the true party, right? That's the real party. Yes, exactly, exactly. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you guys playing and participating in that absolute insane trivia that was uh, we <laughs> that hoisted was upon you. you. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I need to throw a serious comment in here, and that would be Please. to anybody outside of the U.S. Mm. You may not be able to contact a representative, be it statewide in the U.S., but you can contact the Pentagon and the DOD from anywhere in the world. I've done it. Dan's done it. You know, these things can happen, and you can just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. So, if you feel like, oh, I wish I could, but I can't because I'm not in the US, you can. You can. So there you go. That's my one serious comment. I also, would recommend that, I, I also would recommend that people contact representatives in their own country and start pushing. Absolutely. You know, if people are only worried about what the United States is doing, then you're not holding your own representatives to account. And that's not that's not good. Um, that's a partial fail, at least. So So you should be whatever country you're in. You know, make a push and then uh, try and get together meetings with people that are that you've met through UFO Twitter. Try to have a meeting at a pub or a restaurant somewhere. And then from there, start to organize and start to send letters to your representatives because you want a multi pronged attack in any in any sort of an engagement, not a single point of attack. It's quite easy to defend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And if you look at the transcript of the, the briefing that happened this week, the DOD Arrow and, and the Pentagon, you can see that they're taking this national security threat very seriously. So use that language. Use the fact that the, the biggest war machine on Earth is afraid of these things and their sovereign sky has been incurred upon. Um, point, point it out. Where, where the hell is your country in this conversation? You know, the UK have skies too, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, guys. Um, and moreover, what we'd like to say as we as we close up and bring in the next group is uh, it's an honor to have your friendship, to have you in the community. Uh, and I personally thank you for all of your efforts and um, and really just glad to uh, be able to call you guys and talk about things. It's been such a blessing to have all these new friends just as a result of the UFO community. In, in this case, the uh, the true treasure were the friends we did find along the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Police not be bad. And Dan, where are you traveling to next? I know you're you're still in Mexico, is that right? So yeah, still in Mexico. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to go see. Uh, tomorrow or the next day, hopefully tomorrow, we'll see uh, Teotihuacan, and then I'll be going down to the Yucatan Peninsula to see Chichen Itza and some of the ruins down that way. Nice. Awesome. Can't wait to see that. All right, guys, uh, we got to get you out of here. Yeah. I just got a message from Scott Gearin. Poor experiencer Scott Gearin is digging his pickup truck out again up in Minnesota. He had to Ooh. dig two 30-yard trenches for his tires to get his truck to go forward and out of its parking space. <laughs> man, so, that's rough. Jeez. He's a beast, man. Yeah, that's... Thank you, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> Um, well, I, I wish him well, and thank you guys, and thanks for all you do. 
Yeah, happy holidays, Thank guys. So Thank you so yeah. much. Happy holidays. Take care, guys. Happy holidays. All right, look at that, man. We're getting some new people up in this joint. Yeah! Woo! I'll tell you what, this guy has been with Cab about since the, the beginning of this joint right here. And he's for, are you, you're in Los Angeles, right? Yes, sir. Got a red hit. Amen! For Benji <laughs> might be. Yeah! <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I had yeah. to match the energy yeah. with the Stunner Shades, too. You got to. Oh, you got man. to. I love it. I love it. The Pittsburgh still We got the Steelers, man. The yes, Steelers. Sir. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, we had a Mancunian, and we could not put them in the same group. We didn't want any sort of a border war between Manchester and Liverpool. So here is the gregarious, the engaging, the host of the Weird Sisters on YouTube. Hopefully on podcast soon. Or I'm going to slap her up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put your hands together for that UAP girl, Hollywood. Buongiorno. Hey, 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 hey. She Welcome. is so Italian. Buongiorno, Hollywood. Uh, I'll go into my Valentino Rossi all over again. Nobody needs that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this gentleman is a professional, yeah, professional musician. He's also a brilliant uh, podcast host and you know, it's so funny that uh, his show is called The UFO Thinker. Oh, someone's got me coming out of their speakers. Is that a party foul from Hollywood? Probably. Why change a habit of a lifetime? It's a foul, <laughs> mate. You need to have earbuds. Anyway. That means me going downstairs with a broken leg, and I'm not doing that. Not having it. Have one of your kids bring them up. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> You're getting, you're getting better that accent, man. I don't know. I'm getting scared. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I didn't say talk, good. I just said better. Enough talking to Hollywood. Anyway, uh, we, we disturbed all of that to show my brother, the host of the UFO thinker, Frank Jones. <sighs> How's it going, everybody? Oh, I tried my best with the Santa hat. It's pretty difficult with these headphones on, but I managed to somehow like get it all to work just about. <laughs> so. It looks fabulous. Your Thank man you that gets much. it done. Like, likewise, Nathan. I see you're, you're rocking mm -hmm. the, the Santa oh, hat there as well. Very, very, very nice. Yep. See, no one notices I'm wearing a hat. It's because oh, DJ, you're, you're seeing a bald, <laughs> a bald. Yeah, it's, it's every time. You're, you're rocking <laughs> so, it as well. It's, it blends into the background a bit. That's all it is. But yeah, very nice, mate. Very nice indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Um, Nathan, what do you want to do? Do you want to, do you have trivia? I mean, we've got more trivia, so we can jump into that. Okay, with this crowd. Go for it, brother. Uh, all right, here we go. So uh, continuing with Cab's ridiculous holiday trivia, which one of the following is likely the seventh observable characteristic of UAP? Ooh. A... Dropping that bass. <laughs> B, making a guest appearance on multiple live stream podcasts at once. C, rainbow sparkles. Or D, playing a piano duet of Highway to the Danger Zone with Jacques Vallée at Devil's Tower. <laughs> it's a tough one, I admit. It's, I don't know. Oh, my goodness, uh, man. Frank, why don't you take this one first? What would you, uh, what would you go with here? I think I'm going to go with B making the guest appearance on multiple live stream podcasts at once, because let's mm. be honest, if you're able to be omnipresent, like quite literally, then I think that's a quite anomalous characteristic to be rocking. <laughs> I mean, anyone can drop that bass. I do it regularly. Anyone wake can up, wake, wake up in the morning, 
drop that base, <laughs> go about my business, drop a little bit more. So yeah, I, I reckon it's it's, it's got to be B. Obviously, rainbow sparkles again, another thing that I do on a day to day basis, dropping rainbow sparkles everywhere I go, wow. and uh, clearly, you know, playing a piano duet of Highway to the Danger Zone with Jack Valet at Devil's Tower, another day to day occurrence in my routine. So it's it's clear. That the truly anomalous characteristic out of that list is is definitely B. B. Wow, oh. that's incredible! And what an efficient use of their time too. You know, just knock these <laughs> podcasts out all at once. I love that, uh, Holly. What what would you say here? Well, obviously, I'm going to go for Rainbow Sparkles just because it's me. But then I'd like I'd like Rainbow Sparkles followed by dropping that bass at the same time. Ooh. So it became like this big production. Mm-hmm. But that's where I'm at, definitely. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a whole show, right? Oh, that's and we need the... like, and then like, like smoke, green smoke as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> I want that whole production if that could just be figured out. Yeah. That's like, that's like a festival right there. That's, it, yeah. A UF festival. Yeah. We'll I do that it. one, please. Order it. Excellent. Yeah. Where do I get mm-hmm. my tickets? Take my money now. Amen. Uh, absolutely. Benji. I'm actually going to piggyback on that festival vibe because I'm, I'm thinking D. Definitely mm. the piano duet. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, though. If I have it my way, Jacques dropping the bass oh. at the same time, and then we yes. got Mick West on drums. That's wow. my that's my time. Wow. <laughs> wow! Call Steven Spielberg. Let's redo the ending of the movie. We got to. That's we got that's it. It's fantastic. I love and that. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I have um, I have a question I can throw in here. If you guys are ready for another, Nathan, are you ready for another yeah, one? Yeah, please of these? go for it. Yeah. Okay. So basically, what you uh, this uh, the 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 title of this is thought leaders of the UAP community. I give you a quote. You guess who it is. So here we go. Um, for those who have seen a UFO or had a close encounter of any kind, the event is surely part of their reality. Though for other members of society who look who lack any direct involvement it is unquestionably more difficult to wrap their minds around such a situation as it deviates considerably from more orthodox facets of everyday life. Indeed, for those who have had such an experience, no explanation is necessary, but for many of those who have not, none may be possible at all. So this is basically comparing folks. Yeah, right, Holly? I know you need like like a cold towel on your head after that one. I need um, so some this... rainbow sparkles. Yeah, <laughs> Nathan, hit the rainbow sparkles, please. So, so, uh, so basically, for uh, basically comparing those who have had a UFO experience and how it leaves that indelible mark on you and people who can't seem to grasp it, who do you think is the UFO th- uh, thought leader? So we're talking like PhDs here. Who do you think that was? Let's go with you, Frank Jones. I've no idea, mate. I should have worn my thinking cap instead of my Santa hat, I think. Um, you all know this guy, by the way. All of you know this person, if I said his name. I'm, I'm going to go with Jacques Vallée, just because I feel like there may have been a link there with the uh, the quiz question from earlier on. But I could be completely way off the mark. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of a, an informed guess, shall we say. Good association, but it's not Jacques. Oh. Hollywood. <laughs> It wasn't me. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't because well, it, it wasn't me. I, I, I can confirm okay. that. So, okay. um, 
I don't know, but um, I feel like I ought to know. So tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, we have to ask Benji first. We got to mm-hmm. give you. Yes. You have to hazard. That's why they call it hazard a guess. But you did say so. You just a quick, quick question. You did say it's a PhD, right? So it's it's doctor yep. okay. someone. It is. It is. And and someone we know is what you mm-hmm. said. Is this like yep. the Everybody UFO game him. of guess who? Yes. Okay. Does it's he also have the a name hat? of a band from the seventies? But beside the point. Does he have a hat? Uh, I'm not going to talk about what kind of accoutrements he wears. I just say you don't know or you don't want to hazard a guess. Man, Frank took mine, honestly. I was thinking Jacques. I, I was detecting a slight French accent in your description of that. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one, man. Um, if it's not Jacques, PhD, I, the only one that comes to mind would be Travis Taylor, but I don't think that's it either. It, it, it's not. That's that's actually another great one, and I, I wish I had a quote from him, but it actually is uh, Michael Masters, Dr. Michael Masters. Uh, that was the other one I was thinking that, of. That was in the library at uh, Montana State. So nice. Dr. Michael Masters said that. So if I would have put, as Nathan knows, if I would have put the word time in there somewhere or relation, you guys would have known because his Twitter handle is MorphoTime. So that, that I, yeah. I couldn't pick one of those. It would have been too obvious. So uh, good job, though. I, I, I don't know that I would have gotten that either. I, I made it uh, I made it tough, but you know, maybe too tough. <laughs> sorry. Love I'm it. sorry about that. <laughs> Nathan, no, that what great. time's this block over? Uh, we've sure got we got we got more time. So I want to I got okay. another trivia question if you guys want to yeah. jump into it. Yeah. So uh, let's let's do that. So let's see. How do I get back up on the screen? Um, here we go. All right. So continuing with Cavs ridiculous holiday trivia. If it turns out that Bob Bigelow is an <laughs> actual alien. <laughs> What species is he? A, a tall gray. B, that strange-looking guy from Star Wars at the bar in Tatooine. <laughs> C, a reptilian. Or D, an orb with an interdimensional mustache. Ooh. Yeah, mm. I know. Some tough ones here. Frank? Yeah, that one. What looks good to you? Could be some kind, in some way could be all of the above you know i think he might i think he might be able to pull that off somehow but if i had to narrow it down to one since that is kind of the name of the game i think i'd go for d because that mustache is pretty astonishing it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely a standout physical feature of the man so um i'm gonna go for d i think that's my choice my selection so there that's we awesome. have it fabulous fabulous <laughs> love it all right holly what do, what do you say I am going to stick with the northern contingency here and go with D because mm. I think it's a strong mustache. Mm. I think that's where he hides his wealth as well. So <laughs> it's right under his nose. I'm going to go for the D. Oh my God, no, I'm not. That sounded really bad. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. And we'll just I keep on moving on this family show. Oh, Holly does. Option D. Option D, that's fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, it is Benji. a <laughs> I got to switch it up and call it like I see it. I'm saying C, reptilian, because he gives off this nefarious kind of hmm. world leader control kind of vibe. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, interesting. My answer. Dark horse choice. I like that. Yes. Uh, I, I love that. And I love uh, I love the other answers, too. The orb, I honestly, honestly did not think anyone would pick the orb. But someone, Benji, whoever said it was right under your nose, uh, that uh, maybe that's it, right? It's, uh, it's just right there the whole time. Uh, Deb, what, what do you think about this one? I mean, I don't think he looks weird, but I like Star Wars so much that I have to pick B. I like Tatooine. Yeah, who doesn't like Tatooine? I mean, the songs, the that, that bar was always hopping, right? 
I'm always down to go to the canteen, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, DJ, what about you? What do you think? On Man, this one? I, I'm really struggling with this because if somebody said, I think Frank said, you know, it could be all of them. So, uh, but if I have to narrow it down, I'm with Benji because reptilian struck my mind that I feel like if we were to peel back some layers of his skin, we would see in these green kind of sort of alligator ish, maybe like lizardish skin under there. And there would be an entire different being on there. I feel like that's probably what would happen. Uh, and I also think the orb with the interdimensional mustache is also not a bad one. So I, I just got to, I got to applaud you on that one. Say so I got to get up in there. So, yeah, it's a strong contender. So we're kind of deadlocked here. I'm going to, I'm going to swing my vote to the orb as well. So I think we're going to, we're going to call it for the orb today. Uh, <laughs> and right now, Bob Bigelow, there's a little thing coming. Up. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Bob. But, you know, they're, and they're at Orbs at Skinwalker Ranch, so maybe he's still there. He just he can't say goodbye, you know. It's, uh, it's where he spends his off hours. I don't know. All right. Um, let me let me check. Man, I got to keep this little thing up because I've lost track of our 20-minute blocks. We started the other one at 40, right? Yes, we end this one on the hour. So I want to ask a question oh, to uh, – yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. start with Frank, and I want I just want to catch up with everybody. Frank, what yeah. have you been working on? What's, uh, what's in the hopper? They've been doing some good shows. What's going on in your world? Yeah, man. Well, I've got a bit of a, a Christmas special uh, mm. episode that I've uh, been working on over the last few days. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a little bit of a sneak preview of what it's all going to be about. Mm. I've not really mentioned it anywhere else, so a uh, bit of an exclusive there. Wow. <laughs> yeah! But uh, yeah, it's going to be the ghost of, um, you know, Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens. Uh, it's the ghost of Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future. Nice. And it's going to be uh, three guests. And each guest is going to be one of the different ghosts. So um, I'm not going to say who they are. I'll leave that as a surprise. But uh, we've got some some nice guests on and people who a lot of the listeners might have heard before on, on the show and that kind of thing. And a bit of a, a festive-themed episode. So, I love it. I love that and, concept, uh, man. It's great. Yeah, and the idea is that it's like, um, you know, the person who I had as the ghost of Christmas past is somebody who's, known for kind of like having a handle on the historical aspects of uap and uh the future one similar thing so yeah it's it's a bit jokey but there's a lot of good information about like you know how things have, have played out over the decades where we're at, at the moment and where we could end up going so yeah folks can check that out on the uh 23rd i think it is a couple of days before christmas UFO and um, there you go nice. bit of a festive one nice. for you That's holly awesome. he's smart isn't it <laughs> smart. That's smart. You gotta stop taking the mick out my accent, or I'm gonna have to come and kick your bum. I love, I love you, Holly. Come on, man. You were showing me your roast early, making me jealous. No, it was not. Scouse no. roast with no. onions and carrots, and it was on. a pan of scouse, DJ. And I've ate it all, and it's all down my top right now. So here is it from earlier. <laughs> it was lovely. <laughs> We have to do an episode on on cooking. I think that sounds yeah, like a good do. one for us. We should. We'll get Vinny. Yeah, absolutely. What, Alien cook-off. UAP yeah. kitchen, right? Let's, uh... Let's do it. Oh, <gasps> like I got some on... hamburger helper for that ass. I think Come we're on. gonna have to compete on pancakes. Compete on alien pancakes. There you go. Yeah, exactly. I love that idea. Who doesn't love pancakes, right? Uh, I mean, Holly, what what you got working on? I know you, the weird sister's been busy. So what's, yeah, uh, what's we, next for you guys? We've been plugging away with that, but for some of you may or may not be aware of Project Nano, 
that's been mm, yeah, doing yes. the, the round. Um, for reasons I can't disclose at this present time, I can't go into too much detail, but needless to say, 2023 will see a global release of a platform and app that helps everybody and their dogs, well, not the dogs, but everybody, to investigate the unknown, covering all aspects of the phenomena from UAPs, spirituality, things that go bump in the night, Sasquatch, you name it, we will be releasing something that's going to change the game. Wow. So yeah, big things are happening. So go check it out. But unfortunately, due to NDA status, I can't say anymore because it's <laughs> This is like Jim Sammy Van. Like, I can't tell you nothing, man. I can't. I can't. But it's going to be mega and it's going to change the game and it's going to give people these options and tools and the ability to share their stories, share their experiences, share their locations, create community, mm. and then loads of other things I can't talk about because I'll get, get my head chopped off. So, yeah, follow. Can you say, technology. can you just throw in, before we go to Benji, can you throw in, I can't be asked? Can't be asked. <laughs> all right, thank you, mate. I'm going to voice note you that all night long. <laughs> Benji, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm just happy to be here, guys. Thank We're you for happy inviting to have me you here. Yeah, great to have you with us, uh, Benji. Yeah. You, I, you like the earlier question where we were talking about the, uh, you know, the seventh observable UAPs being everywhere all at once. I feel like you do that. You're everywhere all at once. How do you keep up with all the stuff? I mean, you're a tireless promoter, and we really can't thank you enough for that. Good question, man. I get tired of looking into this stuff sometimes, but you know what? <laughs> it's one. It's a community. I, you know, you guys definitely keep me on my toes with everything. Um, second of all still all the while trying to figure out you know just like my experiences and things that i've seen and like just trying to make sense of that and then also keeping up with everything that's going on hitting a couple roadblocks right now with some things i'm trying to foia involving the virginia case mm. um but i don't know dude <laughs> i just i try to keep up as much as i can I love it. And I mean, you really got me intrigued now with that FOIA uh, little bit you just mentioned there. As so did that, as... that come out of that recent uh, autopsy kind of forensic thing? Or what, what What are you looking into there? What's I'm trying there? to find flight logs. I want to find more detail, but I'm hitting roadblocks. I've been now to NARA and a couple of other agencies and nobody seems to have anything. So it's just going to submit some more, appeal some others, keep at it, you know. And this would be, I'm assuming, uh, the flight coming from maybe the States down into Brazil and back. The one that landed in Campinas. I'm trying mm -hmm. to find it. I'm wow. trying to find it. Man, so cool. Keep us posted on that. That's, that's, that's super exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. It might be uh, black and it might have people dressed in black on it. Mm -hmm. Here's from Yanni right mm -hmm. here. Love Banshee, of course. We all do. Obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. And here's from uh, Lara. Also, Benji, what's up? My people. So, yeah. I love those guys. Yeah, and you're you're so uh, loved and appreciated in the community because uh, if you don't have a community, then you know it's like that's what you're kind of creating uh, content for is to have a community of people that are working towards a common goal of figuring it out. And what you're doing is you've found something. That, okay, I can do this to try to get an answer on that. You know, I I actually worked on something this week with somebody uh, that was really cool that sent me some uh, uh, imagery, some video. And uh, I spent uh, I spent a lot of time on that. Um, so hopefully uh, I can uh, speak with her and find out what the results were. So, uh, yeah, everybody just pitching in, man. And that and you're you're a big part of it. Plus, you let people like ourselves and Frank 
and Holly know that what we're doing is listened to and it's appreciated. Otherwise, why do it? You know, that's the whole reason I have a social media is like, I don't, I don't have a channel of my own. I, I pretty much share whatever I find useful in my research and like things that I look into. And I just keep the, you know, social media stuff public so that everybody else can follow like what I find. And also it allows people to, you know, find you guys at the same time. So to me, like you said, DJ, it's just the whole community element of it. You know, thank you so much. Nothing else I can say. <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate it. And uh, I went, I actually babbled a little bit too long because we have to bring in the next group in order to stay on schedule as Hollywood would probably say if she was trying to be really posh. So <laughs> there we go. Yes. <laughs> Thank Love you it. so much, uh, Frank Jones. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you and having a more long form convo that we haven't had. Holly, you're probably sick of having long form convo with me and Benji. I hope to speak to you anytime you want. You got my number. Always man. Namaste. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks guys. Thanks a lot. It's been a pleasure. Bye guys. Later. All right, we got more that coming in. So stand by, everybody, bringing people on. Welcome, John, Woo! Priscilla, Kelly, Jay. Yeah, party <laughs> people, put those hands together for the CIA's John Ramirez. What's up, John? Hey, John. Hi. Yes. And after that, I'll tell you what, in the center square, that used to be piloted by Paul Lind on the Hollywood Squares. Put your hands together for Priscilla, the Quantum Witch. Yes! Everybody that knows her, loves her, and if you don't know her, you want to. Uh, next, up, next up in the joint, co-conspirator on perturbations and the host of the UFO rabbit hole. And guess what? She's a published author, Holmes. How you like Ooh. that? Put your hands together for Kelly Chase. I've never done a DJ intro before, and that was the best Christmas gift I could have asked for. So thank you. Aww. I didn't get to speak to you very much uh, at the at the symposium, and much to my chagrin. I hope I have that opportunity in the future. Oh, same. Yeah, it was great to see you, though. Yes, ma'am. Uh, and speaking of speaking of the symposium that they had anomalous inquiry all this kind of business and i have to go read it to say it but you know what i know who this man is he's a tall guy in the back with the nice hair the nice blazer and the apple laptop who made this joint co-conspirator with james iron Dolly. put your hands together for jc king yeah. thanks guys <laughs> wonderful to be here happy holidays happy holidays to you brother hair looks good and you know what it's coming together because a string is moving right over there to your brother with the beard looking like he was just out chopping some wood hey Brian, start the wood chip, bro that's broken i'm just gonna use an axe this guy's a musician he's a content creator he has a great show so put your, what's the name of your show again, brother? <laughs> I ain't been on there. What's it called? Uh, UFOs Plus. <laughs> it's a new streaming Upgrade. service, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Witness Citizen. Yeah, yeah Witness Citizen. Can, can I get a witness? Sean, can I get a witness? 
Sean Rash, he's a musician too, baby. How you like that? Yes. Yeah. I like how nobody clapped for me. Awesome. Oh, we were waiting for you guys. Oh, I'm nobody. Oh. I was, going, we I was clapping under the table. There we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. You want claps? I got claps. Hello, yeah. DJ Nathan, Deb, Kelly, Priscilla, John, and Jay. Good to see well, you again, man. Sean. It's been a while. Yeah, been a while. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to uh, whatever we're going to do for the next 15 minutes. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> That's right. Buckle up. You got that right, Holmes. Um, so, yeah, it's um, happy holidays to everybody, whatever it is that you celebrate, I celebrate with you. Uh, and uh, Nathan uh, drew up some really cool questions. And uh, I might even get throwing a question here. We'll see how it goes. But, you know, with cabbies, we got to get up to some ridiculousness. So, Nathan, mm -hmm. please take it away, sir. All right. So if you've been watching the show at all, you know we've been doing a little trivia. Okay. Uh, so we got a couple trivia questions for this group. And because the group's a little larger, mm. I might even throw a third question, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, so here we go. So Cabs Ridiculous Mark Holiday man. Trivia. Right. Where is the UAP report? Is it A, in J. Allen Hynek's briefcase? Uh -huh. B, buried in that one hole at Skinwalker Ranch? C, inside Ron Moultrie's Trekkie Collectibles display case? Uh -huh. Or D, the report exists but is not physical and this only exists in your mind? Uh, John Ramirez right away, man. Boom. Yeah, John, what do you think about this one? Oh, I, I think I'll go with D. Yeah, <laughs> it's what they can't go uh, wrong with that. Yeah, you know, uh, DJ, you know, in government, we have this uh, term called vaporware when people mm -hmm. think about software but never write it. <laughs> That's what it is, it's vaporware. So I'll go with D. I love it. I, I don't know how many contracts you've done for vaporware, John. Hopefully, they weren't for a whole lot of money. Uh, <laughs> the seedrills were undefined anyway. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Nathan. Take it away, bro. Uh, yeah, Priscilla. What, what do you think about this one? Um, I definitely think it's inside Ron Moultrie's Trekkie collectibles display. Yeah! I love so. that. Yeah. How big is that display case? You think? Is it? I don't uh, know, man. I, f I feel like he's like a secret, secret, like super nerd. Mm -hmm. Like he's got so a whole. He room. has to like pretend yep. he doesn't care about all this, but he mm -hmm. secretly wishes he's working on a spaceship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Love it. Uh, Kelly, what about real you? Answers, or did you make these up? Yeah, these are real answers. I know I have, I have a source, I and I can't tell you who it is. <laughs> yeah, one of these is actually true. Man. One of these is yeah. in fact true. Yes. Uh, Just checking. Be, be careful. There's an NDA. That's true. true. There's always one. Kelly, what do you think? I gotta go D. Also, and I I can't believe we didn't think of this. What we really should be doing is getting together and doing like some heist to summon mm -hmm. the report, and that's our issue. I think that's fabulous. We, we could protocols. even remote view it, probably. Wow, Priscilla, that. man, mm -hmm. you're on this, man. <laughs> we can do that, Priscilla. Let's do a ceremony. Yeah. Let's go for it. Oh, man. Love also, it. by the way, I'm trying to draft Priscilla. We, we've got a paranormal investigator coming on in February, and I'm trying to get Priscilla to co-host. Oh, yes. I forgot to message you about that. The answer is yes. <laughs> Yeah, awesome, man. Uh, the ghost, the ghost sisters, uh, Mandy. I'm trying to remember her. Mandy Cummings from the Ghost Sisters, uh, former correctional officer turned paranormal investigator and medium. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. Man, making the magic happen. I love it. Uh, all right, Jay, what do you think about this one here? I th mm, I think it's somewhere between C and D. Mm, I, I think you'd say that. You know, I, I think. <laughs> 
because you know there there was that press conference the other day and they were kind <laughs> of they were they were mentioning numbers of reports and things mm. like that which tells me that it at least lives in somebody's head but they were they it seemed that they they were probably referencing some docs there as well which probably went back into Ron Moultrie's Trekkie collectibles display case God, so i don't i don't them. know if that's i if we got to go one or the other i'm going to go c um, mm-hmm. but, but in reality, I think we're looking at kind of a CD, uh, kind of, um, uh, kind of a situation where mm. it's like a little bit of a three card Monty, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're trying oh, yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's probably right now it's sitting in the same place that, uh, the intact craft <laughs> is, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it could even be on a CD for all we know. Wait, know that's, right. Wait, but, know. that's right. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nathan, Jay, along with a couple of members of this panel have some, let's call them friends, friends. who can sort of go through walls without having to like open a door. Mm. So if you guys could call in a favor, not one that's asking to grow my hair back. Mm-hmm. Although some of it did grow back after the symposium, but that's another uh, story. Just one, just one Entire, giant hair. Uh-huh. No, no, there was like about like seven or eight of them actually. Oh my goodness! But beside nice. the point. Um, Anomalous, but, right? But but if, <laughs> but if you guys could call in a favor, maybe we could see if the report exists in a desk. So I'm asking you, Priscilla. I'm asking you, Jay King and John Ramirez. Please talk to some of your let's call them friends for for right now. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Sean, all right, Sean, I want to hear from you. What, what do you think about this one? Uh, I'm going to go with A. Mm. <laughs> oh, all right. It's been there all this, the, this whole time. It's been in that briefcase. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have a good explanation for why I picked A. Um, they all seem pretty not realistic. So I'm just going with <laughs> Sean has the notes. first choice. Oh, come on, Sean. Where's your sense of humor? You were, or you, you were or you so can funny write on in, Cab. Come on. You, you were so funny on your ca- episode. It's called dry, DJ. Okay. You know. that's, that's drier than vermouth. Come on. Exactly. Which you're having way too much of, sir, by the way. Dude, this is like my first class. I'm not even at Vinnie Adams levels yet. I'll write <laughs> in I'll write in other and say it's with the Air Force along with the tic tac data they stole. <laughs> Mm, oh yeah the write-in <laughs> answer i like that all right fantastic an actual Deb, answer. That, that's the real answer deb what do you think about I'm this just... i mean honestly i i'm afraid like i'm having this visual it's like i'm remote viewing it but it's like under a parrot cage or something <laughs> <laughs> the, the, that's how much they're valuing this but you know what i think we're going to get it before the end of the year guys in an optimistic mm-hmm. note let's bring up the spirit it's going to happen that's what Let's they said. <laughs> I love Woo! it. She's channeling Dan. Uh, she's channeling Dan Zetterstrom right now. Yes, it's oh. coming. We're we gonna go. get it. It's it, we're gonna get everything. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, we have another love question. It. I'm just gonna go ahead and move to the next one yeah. if that's cool. Uh, so, <laughs> what would be your hope for the new year in 2023? So, uh, a disclosure. B, an additional name change for the UAP office. B, a buy one, get one interdimensional pajamas deal. So just, you can get those. And D, uh, or D, peace on earth. But, uh, uh, John, what, what kind of stands out for you here? Well, I mean, it's hard not to pick D. Um, that's an aspiration, I guess, as long as it's uh, peace on earth and not pieces of the earth. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but you know, I, I don't think disclosure will happen. Um, I actually... B seems, um, it's not something I hope for, but it's probably likely that office has changed names so many times. And who knows? Because, you know, 
That NDAA gets rewritten every year. And who knows what Congress wants the name change to be this time, you know, for the next fiscal year. So I'm going with B being the most likely, but aspirationally, I'll pick D. Love Peace it. on Earth. Fantastic. Thank you, John. Uh, Priscilla, what, what do you think about this? I'm with John. I think that B is most likely, but I really hope for a BOGO on interdimensional pajamas because I hate having to buy them here and there. So if I get one for free, it'll at least make me feel like I saved some money traveling dimensions. And sometimes you don't get pajamas in the other dimension, which is also weird. And they're so comfortable. Right. That's, what I, that's what I've heard. I've never worn them. I don't know. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, fantastic. Kelly. I mean, it feels like you should definitely say peace on earth, but if I'm being honest, the answer in my heart is that I hope that it's B and that UFO Twitter gets to name it. Ooh, yeah. Like oh. I think oh, you do man. a good job. There were, there were, <laughs> or a terrible job. That would be a fun though. talk to have on UFO be... Twitter. <laughs> I know Aww. Deb's answer to this That's question, so but I won't say it. <laughs> Love it. All right, Jay. Jay Christopher, what you think? <clears throat> well, I mean, I agree with John that it's hard to not go with peace on earth um but if i'm not gonna have peace on earth i guess and government disclosure is is so tricky right because you never know what you're really gonna get there so i'm gonna go with interdimensional pajamas this time as well because uh, <laughs> if i'm not gonna get peace on earth i want to get those pajamas because astral nudity <laughs> is not something yeah you know you never know who you're gonna bump into on the astral plane it's true so, so i'm gonna go with the id pajamas yep. fantastic uh, yep. all right sean what about you oh boy um you know I, first of all it's pretty funny that if you're gonna go interdimensional you have to do it in pajamas um <laughs> change for the uap office peace on earth disclosure i'm gonna go with the e mothman let's ah! <laughs> go from that yeah, earlier yeah. question nathan <laughs> yeah well he's had he's had some rough years yeah. maybe this will be like a good year for him right <laughs> i love no, that you I just mean, said I, mothman I, not what you want to happen with mothman <laughs> just that's just his hope mothman. Mothman. yeah, yeah. But no mothman. i mean i'd hate my friends to go interdimensional without me so i'll pick c as well yeah <laughs> Nice. I well, love we, that you know. interdimensional pajamas <laughs> specifically because you got to have something that's, you know, spark arresting, you know, that's like not going to create static electricity aboard mm -hmm. the craft and all that, yeah. you know, with all these wave guides and stuff, it could get wicked. So that, that's I like that one. Uh, Deb, yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated to see what you're going to say to this one. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going to have to say peace on earth. I think if oh, we're going to be in a, advanced civilization. <laughs> We got to do it. And then maybe we'll get the disclosure and they'll be comfortable coming and just oh. sitting down at the table with us. Peace on earth, people. Let's do it. I think Deb has been abducted because the Deb I know would have said disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. It's not I'm disclosure picking... we need. It's transparency because they've okay. already said there UFOs are real. <laughs> UFOs I... are real, guys, but not transparent pajamas, just transparent government. Thank you. Love it. Transparent yeah, pajamas are definitely real. I'm just going to say. Please tip your bartender. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They do All exist. Right. Uh, how much time we got? We've, We've got, got a few minutes left, so I would like to uh, you know, hear what everybody's up yeah. to and, uh, yeah. and also thank them for being on the show. So, uh, Kelly, I'm going to start with you. So what's going on with you at the end of the year and what's, uh, what's looking ahead? Um, lots is going on. I'm trying like heck to get myself to a place where I can get out two episodes a month. 
So nice. I've been doing a lot of work in the background to try to make that happen. I've got another book coming out probably in the spring. Um, yeah. And Nathan and I, I'm very excited for us to move forward with perturbations. I feel like it's only just start, gotten started, mm -hmm. but there's so many interesting conversations around AI art happening right now that I'm excited to dive into with my dude. Yeah, so yeah. Good. At some point, the AI will host the show for us, I think. <laughs> exactly. We all just retire. We're exactly. good. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, fantastic. Priscilla, what's going on with you? Um, A lot, but not like anything crazy. Uh, I'm going to start, I guess I'm going to start putting all my stuff on audio, all, all of my YouTubes, because Kelly's been helping me out with that, because it was just overwhelming to me until she's like, it's not that hard. Settle down. And uh, so I've got a great support group for that. I'm excited about that. And I'm going to reformatting the show. So I'm not reading like three books a month, only two, <laughs> because I want to be able to enjoy the book a little more nice. um, because I can read them. But I just feel like I want to savor the book. And if I'm reading three or four books a month, like I'm doing now, it's it's hard. Uh, so that and I'm finally going to get to take my first astro um, class. So I'm excited about that for my degree. That's awesome. Yeah, so cool. that You're doing that. Uh, fantastic. Well, John, uh, what, what you been up to lately, John? Um, I'm trying to catch up on my reading, and the book I'm reading right now is by Dr. Masters, which mm -hmm. was the answer yeah. to your previous question, this extra tempestrial model. So I'm getting into this now because I've heard things um, about this uh, kind of like from semi-official uh, sources I can't reveal, but mm. you know they encourage me to look at this model as well as interdimensional and I'm, I'm calling intra-terrestrial versus oh. ultra because I think they're like here. <laughs> um, so I am trying to read this book and also near term on Tuesday, I'll be on with Martin Willis uh, UFO podcast or podcast UFO rather uh, because we got interrupted with technical issues. And so we're doing a do over on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So that's what I'm up to. Thank you. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thanks, John. No, great book and great show. Please say hi to Martin for us when you see him. Uh, and Jay, what's going on with you? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I, I, I basically need to like crash for maybe 10 straight days. Um, I keep I trick myself into thinking that like the end of the conference is like the end of the conference, but that's not true at all, because that's just <laughs> the beginning of the paperwork for the conference. So right now I'm finally kind of getting getting to the point where I can start enjoying the holidays like with you guys. So I'm really enjoying that. And then when uh, I've been enjoying getting back into doing witness citizen with the wonderful Sean, um, that's been awesome. We have our own holiday party that's coming on Wednesday and that's going to be nice. dope, dope as heck. And uh, yeah, I'm going into the new year. I have a little bit of time to work on the experiencer group before getting back into uh, into doing some of these conferences uh, in April. And then I think I'm already planning on going down to the Archives of the Impossible conference mm. that's going to be happening in May. It's wow. be the second week in May. Jeff hasn't announced the guests or anything like that yet, um, but um, I'm already, I'm, I'm blowing a secret right here yeah, <laughs> on calling exciting. all beings. we got to well, go down Make sure you pack your uh, interdimensional pajamas when you take that trip. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. You'll yeah. need them no, for the archives wanna... of the impossible. That's what I understand. That's right. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to run into Jeff Kripal on the astral plane um, without, without covering. Like in a loincloth or something. <laughs> yeah. That would be I so embarrassing. It. Or like a fig leaf or whatever else. Indeed. 
You know Jeff has some great like paisley embroidered pajamas. You know oh, they're very yeah. like a robe. Oh, of amazing. course. Oh yeah. We don't. So his cute. shirts are interdimensional. We just haven't realized it yet. So. Mm. Oh, true. Gosh, excellent you're right. point. Yeah, excellent point. Well, Sean, I want to hear what's going on with you, man. I know you've been starting the show back up. What's up? Uh, yeah, just going at my own pace. Um, no, <clears throat> I don't like do like um, you know, I don't have any big huge projects or anything. I just kind of go with the flow, so to speak. So, uh, doing shows once a week, I'd put a semi, um, semi, semi tough uh, piece together uh, on the YouTube channel recently called uh, "On a Collision Course," where I cover five pilot UAP encounters where they were on a collision course with it. So I go through five different accounts and I put that together today, which is pretty good. They're just brief accounts. So I don't go into extreme detail, but um, I cover one from the forties, fifties, sixties, and seventies. So um, covers the course of a few decades, but I just thought it'd be interesting to focus in on actual like harrowing encounters where these pilots actually thought they were going to crash with the UAP. You know, I don't know about you, but I can never picture myself actually flying a plane, let alone being on a collision course with a UFO. So, um, you know, those are pretty, pretty intimate, um, encounters that all those pilots had. So I tried to do that real quick and, um, you know, maybe having some guests in the future doing stuff like that, but, uh, mostly just, trying to stay happy and keep afloat. So. Love it. Well, that's so exciting and I appreciate the work that you do. I appreciate the work that all of you guys do. It's just great to see uh, your faces. Great to have you with us on this show. Thanks for cutting up with us and, uh, and doing some trivia fun with us. And we look forward to seeing what you guys get up to in the, the new year. And I think it will be an exciting year. That's what, uh, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm feeling. So Mothman year. Mothman, the year yeah! of the Mothman. Right? Year of the Mothman. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. With, show, I was gonna with, say, can you do a show on near collisions with a large sleigh with reindeer out of it? <laughs> I didn't find any of those in the blue book files, unfortunately. So. Yeah, we gotta keep. We gotta look harder. Um, you know what? Uh, happy holidays to you, Sean. Uh, thank you for coming on and joining us. Your second appearance on Cab, not the last. Uh, you were so much fun last time with Katie. We were laughing for about an hour. Um, Jay Christopher King, thank you so much for what you're doing for the community in terms of bringing together all these people. The fellowship there was worth the price of admission. Mm-hmm. And then we had speakers as well. So that was awesome. Um, John, my man, what's up, fam? Thank you so much, man. I told Deb I missed you, so I'm glad you decided to join us today. Namaste. Uh, Priscilla, I'll try not to bug you that much in uh, 2023. <laughs> I really will. Uh, <laughs> and Kelly Chase, it's a pleasure uh, to meet you, ma'am. All right. Of course, it's so much fun. We had a blast. Awesome. Thank you, guys. We'll see you Bye around. Guys. Good seeing everybody. Bye, Happy, holidays. Happy, Bye. Holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. All right, we got some more folks coming in now. Yeah, so stand by. Hey, Linda. Let's bring them on in here. Yeah. Hey. How's it going? She Welcome. is a legend in the UFO community, an experiencer, an investigator, and a straight up OG. We're talking about <laughs> Linda Thompson. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. 
I was trying to see Susan. She's in the dark. There's <laughs> my hiding. homie from New York City. <laughs> to say it like Mick Jagger. I'm going to have to send this to Julie again because I don't know where Julie's at. Julie, are you here? Uh, oh, there he is. Oh, my man. Uh, Susan sent me a message on Twitter, said she didn't have a link. She I got, got it link. now, baby, because she in the studio. Oh, there's there. David John Lanier. <laughs> Alabama's own. What's up, little foot? How's Bigfoot doing outdoors over there? Me? Bigfoot? No, no, I hope Bigfoot not slapping on the house being like, yo, give me some roast beef. Not not lately. Not today. Good. Susan Fenson, he hasn't come over to your flat in uh, Brooklyn, has he? In Bigfoot? I keep waiting, but uh, <laughs> he must have made a right, my, a right on Atlantic and then over to Broadway. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I wish. All right, where's Julie? We got to get Julie Farrell. I'm gonna send this to her again. Make sure I don't she's know got the link. She has trouble. Okay, but let me let me see again because she's in the chat right now. Oh, Julie. good. Julie, yeah, she's in the chat, so we got that going for her. Julie Farrell. All right, you guys uh, talk amongst yourselves. Yes. As While we're waiting, we can say. we can start the next round of trivia. I think so. Yeah, please do. We do that. Uh, thanks for being with us today, guys. Thanks for willing to cut up with us just a little bit at the end of the year. So we're going to continue with our Cabs Ridiculous Holiday Trivia. And this question is, where is Element 115 likely stored? <laughs> is it A, Area 51, B, Bob Lazar's lab, C, George Knapp's basement, or D, inside one of those hard plastic clamshell packages, which are guaranteed to cut your finger when you try to open them? Uh, Linda, I'm going to go with you first. What, what do you think? Where is this element 115? I think it's D and then C. Exactly. I love the combo. That's that's fantastic. Now, you, you know what I'm talking about with those packages, right? You've ever yeah, experienced that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Absolutely terrifying. Every time I see one, I don't, I don't want to open one. It just scares me. Uh, fantastic right. answer. So it's in a package and it's in George Knapp's basement. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's right next to the Peabody Award. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, well, Susan, what, what do you think about this one? Well, I kind of I'm getting the psychic impression mm. that Bob Lazar is actually stored in George Knapp's basement. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is he like in the Harrison Ford that that sort of uh, uh, thing when he was like in that in that sealed up in that what was that Nathan right there the carbon the, the harbonite the carbonite yeah, the yeah, carbonite. yeah. <laughs> wow this is like a Russian nesting doll of where the element one fifteen happens to be so uh, now we know Bob what it Lazar is also in George George Snap's basement uh, yes either that maybe a storage facility in the desert what. It, it, and George Knapp's basement may really be at Area 51. See, it's all <laughs> that, ah yes, it's coming together. And that what they do is they went, oh Joe Rogan wants a Lazar. Can you go ahead and defrost him? We got to get him out of here by this afternoon. <laughs> so yeah. they like go ahead and hit that carbonite thing, and then you know, yeah. As long as you pay the bounty off, you can you can unfreeze him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly that's fantastic all right david what what uh, what speaks to you here what uh... i'm going with d because it seems to be uh with these types of things it's always like it's on a laptop in a filing cabinet in a basement in a bunker and we lost the key yeah so it's, it's i'm going with d 
That's a great answer. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, those things are practically in, in pregnant, impenetrable, impregnable. That's the word I'm looking for there. Yeah. Uh, very, very dangerous. Very dangerous. Uh, just be careful. You know, if you get one of those for Christmas time, holiday time, just kids, hey, just be careful. Get the scissors. Ask mom and dad for help. You don't want to get cut open Damn. that element 115. No, it's very dangerous. All right. Well, let's move on to the uh, to the next question here. Uh, let's see. Okay, this is a good one. I love this one. So what does woo mean? All right. So A, I don't know, but I recognize it when I see it. B, wild ornery object. C, everything but the kitchen sink. Or D, that feeling you get when you are 12 tweets deep in a 30 tweet thread about consciousness. All right, Linda, what do you think? What? Uh... Definitely D. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's when you feel the woo, right? You're kind of in that moment. Yeah, one with yeah. the woo. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel like woo, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. looking for the exit on that tweet thread. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Uh, Susan, what, what about you? What do you think? <sighs> woo is when you hit the retweet by accident and don't realize it and mm. then realize it. That's... <laughs> Yeah, I've been there. It's dangerous. You got to watch yes. that retweet. Yeah, slippery. Very slippery. Very slippery. Love that. All right, David, what, what do you think here? Uh, I'm also going with D. Uh, 12 tweets deep in a 23 and a 30 tweet thread about consciousness. That, <laughs> that's definitely woo. It that's just said, I, yeah. Yeah. Anytime somebody asks me what it means, that's where I send them. Either my, either my tweet threads or someone else's <laughs> you know what are we talking about here all right here's the link uh just yeah. start this and then uh come back to me in about 12 tweets and then we'll right. talk about it yeah fantastic all right, i see jules connecting excellent deb what do you think right. about this one mm, i is. think i don't know it might be some kind of wild ornery object i don't know mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it could be could be refused to be tamed that wild ornery object <laughs> I love it, man. Jules of the Wood is in yes, the joint. Jules, welcome. Yeah. She's the moderator of this chat. <laughs> yeah. We, we have been so grateful to have Jules uh, helping us with the show and keeping thank the you. audience in check. Uh, <laughs> it makes a huge difference. And uh, Julie, thank you for joining us today. Julie, did you catch this question? I'd love to get your answer. What's what sticks out for you here in the options? Oh, she might be frozen. She looks frozen. Maybe she's demonstrating woo Done. in action. You know, it's like the charades. Mm -hmm. It gives me time to change my answer to everything and the kitchen sink. Oh, okay, so the all of the above sort of situation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And when I, I am also, I want to let you know, I am armed and ready with a with a question as well. Oh, so okay. we've got ammunition right. for you guys. Look you've, who's in the joint. Yeah, you've got one in the chamber. All right. Well, then uh, uh, yeah. let's uh, let's hear from you, uh, DJ. What, what what you got going on there? Well, before we do that, we got to say hello to oh, the yeah, fabulous Lampy. Lampy. Hey, Lampy. Hi. Hi. What's up, Lampy? Good to see you again. Yeah. Man. Hi. Sorry. Sorry I'm late. I I had a bit of a streamyard snafu, but I'm here now. Look how cool she looks, man. I love the outfit, yes. Dopadelic. Is there anyone here that hasn't met Lampy? Linda, have you met Lampy? I've seen her on shows, but I have not met her. 
Hello. Linda, Hi. Lampy, Lampy, Linda. <laughs> nice she to meet a, you. She is the official cab legal advisor. Mm-hmm. Should we get in any trouble? Oh, oh no, don't say, that. The- don't say that. Don't say that. Nice to meet you, too. Well, that's where we send our mail, actually, to Lampy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, I've got a question. Um, and I have a, I, man, I hope that Linda doesn't jump all over this, but she might. Um, so let me, let me see. And uh, you know what, if, if she does that, that, I'll, I'll hold it until the end. If you do, if you do guess it, but let, let's see what we got here. Okay. So these are thought leaders of the UAP, UAP community, PhD, O double G's, as I like to call them, uh, our esteemed friends in the community that have joined us and provided some very thought provoking, uh, topics, for us to consider and expanded our our thought process on what what this might be, which is what we're all doing here, essentially trying to figure it out. Um, so this quote is from PhD, and it says, "No matter how many years we spent in school, we may we may still be undereducated in terms of our planetary intelligence. Our schooling and education have led us to be aware of our economic and useful qualities." but not those aspects of awareness that simply exist unconditionally. We have been conditioned to look outside ourselves for happiness. Thus, we have become entrained to the rhythms of organizations, machines, and beliefs rather than our natural environment and its resonance. Resonance, a very subtle biogenic, let's see, bioenergetic signals, which... Which uh, thought-provoking uh, person of in the UAP community made that quote? Oh, that's a tough one. Who do we start with here? Let's start with uh, David John Lanier. He's uh, left to right. Excellent. Um, that uh, that sounds like something Gary Nolan would say. Mm, that is a great guess mm-hmm. uh, because he, I do have quotes, uh, uh, some Gary Nolanisms today, but but that one wasn't him. Mm. Uh, Susan Fenston with. What can only be described as an amazing hat and very complimentary to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the snow bunny is my my spirit animal. I I'm gonna go with John Ramirez. There's a little John Maria, Maria, Ramirez-ish about that that quote. I like you know something. His philosophy does align uh, with that, but it wasn't him who made the quote. But yeah. <laughs> John Ramirez is is quite an amazing guy. Um, oh, she's back, but let, let's go to uh, to Linda Thompson on this one. Sounds similar to what Eric Weinstein said this weekend, so I'm just going to say Eric Weinstein. Ooh, another great guest and another person that uh, you know <laughs> when he speaks, it's it's pretty amazing uh, the 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 uh, thoughts that he puts into your head and the way he's able to express himself. Uh, but it's not him, Lampy. Uh, I mean, so, somebody is guest valet every time. It's got to be right one of these times. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me try this again. Uh, we're trying to bring in somebody here, uh, and uh, we're trying to bring in another guest. Do we have space? Uh oh, Jules. Jules, we have the space. Again. So okay, yep. so yeah, we have another guest uh, coming in. Um, so Nathan, do you want to take, well, a she did, shot? she did take a guess. Did, did she get oh, it right? I'm sorry. Uh, what did, who was it? Uh, she, Lampy guessed Jacques Vallée. Is that okay? It was not uh professor Vallée. 
It's going to be him one of these times. It has well, to be. one of these is going to be him. Uh, this other individual uh, was was uh, messaging me for the link because I think one of the links somehow it 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 didn't work. I don't know in that copy mm-hmm. and paste. Uh, one of these days we'll figure out a way to universally do that. Uh, but I just sent it to him and see if that works. Can you give us another clue on this one? This this feels harder than I think we we thought it would. So it's a PhD. That's uh, mm-hmm. yep. And Someone is it, who, uh, are they still alive? Let me ask that. Can yes, get, he's still oops. alive, and he speaks on the topic quite a bit. Hey, Jules. Are you there? Can I, can I try to throw a guess in? Give it yeah, a yes, Go ma'am. for it. I, th- I think that sounds like, that to me sounds like Sean Cahill and Lou Elizondo mixed together. <laughs> like <it's>, what's, what, <laughs> you know what's interesting is Nathan, I mean, on this show, has, has espoused a very similar opinion. Um, so a lot of people, I think, share this, uh, but it, it's not it's not him, uh, not him. Uh, oh, Matt, Matt is already here. Matt, let me bring you back in a few minutes because there's one person that's going to be part of this uh, that uh, I hope he's going to be able to, to dial in and and then we'll bring you back. And thank you, brother. Let me see if he. OK, so uh, Nathan, take it away for a second and let me. Man, I got this is a tough one. Uh, so we've we've tried Valet, we've tried Nolan, we've tried Weinstein. Uh, it's a PhD, so it's Doctor Somebody. I, Sean I feel Harnigan? like he wouldn't. Is that sound right, DJ? Uh, it's not. No. Okay. Um, we already went okay. with Doctor Michael Masters earlier, so it can't be. I'm, I'm guessing you didn't go with him twice. Uh, I don't think I'm familiar enough with all the thought leaders outside of like the core group. <laughs> Right? Is this a and Jeffrey Kripal, perhaps? I don't know who has a PhD and who doesn't. It's, right. um, okay, so I'm oh. hoping that he's going to be in here in a second, but it's Dr. Simeon Hines said that. Oh, uh, so nice. He has, yeah, a, he has the link. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, I had to be careful because if I, there's certain buzz, you know, words, if I would have used him, you'd just known exactly who it is. So uh, he has the link, and hopefully he's going to get in here. I'll, I'll, Send it to him again. Um, he was just messaging me to see if he could, because uh, I think he had the wrong link. So excellent, cool. Oh, there. That's not him. That's, that's Chris our Lato. next group. Well, look, look, we'll keep yeah. moving here. So, David, uh, what you've been working on? I know it's the end of the year for you. And uh, first of all, I want people to know David is an excellent artist and musician, and I've been enjoying his music a lot. I'm plugging your music, David. I really like it. So, uh, I think folks could check it out. But the best way to find that is like through the Manuk YouTube or. Uh, you can just, I think I'm on all the social medias. I always hesitate to say anything about it because you get kind of swarmed with people going like, he's got an angle. He's trying mm-hmm. to tell something. <laughs> uh, but, but I appreciate that. It's uh, I think there's actually a link on my Twitter page, like in my bio. Nice. It's a hobby. It's something to do. But um, as far as UFO related stuff goes, I'm supposed to be on with Priscilla on her show on the 21st and a handful of other, you know, experiencers to discuss what have you. Uh, and then I actually just finished working with um, a gosh, I don't know his name. He's from Singapore. His name is Nick and he's a game designer and he made some artwork. Um, that's pretty close to the being I saw the gray. Oh, wow. nice. It's got some color in there and it's, it's really, really close. Uh, so I'll kind of put that out there and then just keep, doing what i do and then in my real life just work 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 love it love it excellent well thanks for joining us today susan what, what's going on in your world 
Well, I've, I've got some exciting stuff coming up, but I can't talk about it. Mm. That's the worst. Mm. It's the good. It's great. But it's, it's, I just can't, I can't even talk about it. Wow. So all right, cool. all, I, all I can say is like, it, things are getting exciting and keeping news to yourself is very, very hard, but you got to <laughs> sign a contract before you start telling everybody, but I'm, I'm very excited and very honored and uh, hopefully some, some news will be rolling out soon. Nice. We will stay tuned to that for sure. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, thank you for telling us about that. So Linda, what, what's going on with you? Okay, so I'm also supposed to be on several shows coming up, um, but I've been staying busy on my cases, and I've got um, some private cases I'm also working on, and um, the research and trying to get my database of archives a little bit straight because it's so embarrassing, but I keep trying to get John Greenwald to tell us how he does his, but nope. <laughs> Man, that's well, there's so, so much content. I'm sure you have busy. a lot of material. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, we look forward to hearing more from you in 2023. Uh, it's been an exciting year so far. Um, and I know you've been staying busy, so can't wait to hear more from, from your side. Um, and Lampy, I know it's been a while since we've had a chance to chat. So what, what's been going on in your, in your neck of the woods? Yeah, like I've I've kind of been off off Twitter for a while. I've mostly just been working, um, doing stuff um, out here in the real world. I am, um, and then uh, I got invited by DJ to come back and see all you guys, and I was really excited. And yes, it seems like every time it seems like every time I pop back into the scene that some new exciting stuff has happened. I am just waiting for the time that I come back and. Um, the alien embassy has been set up in DC and everyone's gone home. And like, now we're just sharing memes. I love it. Yes. Yeah, so you're, you're the bellwether of things that had happened. So uh, whenever you appear, then amazing stuff is happening and you have to <laughs> Lampadelic baby. Absolutely. Well, we've enjoyed our time with all of you guys. I'm sorry. It's been so short. We look forward to talking with you all again. But thanks and for having me. Really love it. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Happy happy holidays. Holidays. Hi. And, yeah. And thank Hi. you for being Hi. our friends and being so great in the community. Thank you, everybody. We yeah. really thank appreciate you. everything you do. Happy Peace. holidays, everybody. Bye. Happy holidays. Namaste. All right. Uh, new crew coming in here. Uh -oh. Stand by. Oh. Yes. I love when men make that noise when I show it's up a, on the scene. That's a wild up in here. Woo! Excellent, excellent. Yes! Aha! Can I get an amen? Man, amen. what a lineup here. They're just they keep coming oh, in, yeah. DJ. Just oh, I love the it feels like I'm grabbing guys. onto some electrical wires. Yes. How are you guys doing? Happy Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Sunday. Happy holidays. Doing well. Good Hello. to have you with us. Yeah, before we get crazy up in here, let's say hello to the man we know as Corey. But on Twitter, he's known as Jacques Keel, the Prince of Positivity. Yeah, future guests on cam. Yeah, welcome. DJ, Nathan, and Deb, it's, a, it's an honor for you guys to have me on. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it is an honor for us to have you on. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> honor <from> my honor. <laughs> That's why I usually people say, say uh, it's so nice for you to see me, uh, everybody. I'm just, it's nice for me to see you. He, he says uh, that to me all the time, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'll tell you what, the next one, let me, let's talk about the name of her podcast. Deb, what's the name of the, her podcast? It's the Invisible Night School. Ooh, the Invisible Night School. You know what time it is, right, Corey? It's prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Leah Prime. It's like summoning Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, three yeah. times, and I'm gonna appear in a puff of pot smoke with a pile of books. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, she's like drowning books. Um, blah, 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 like that. Uh, <laughs> Definitely over- <laughs> one of the smartest people on UFO Twitter. Mm-hmm. Ain't no, ain't no doubt about that, man. Um, so right to her Thank left, though, is another smart person. He can spin a yarn. And he can tell you what you need to know. And he's cool. He's teaching yoga. He's teaching cycling. And he done did the Yorkshire cycle cross. It's some kind of three-peak challenge. I don't even want to know, man. It, it's painful. That's all I got to say. Put your hands together for Davy Johnston, the host of Shifting Gears. Hey, everybody. And uh, what an absolute joy to be here with friends, family, and new acquaintances. Beautiful. Yes, it is, man. It really, it's a beautiful thing. My fellow yoga teacher right over there, Davey Johnson. Uh, at the bottom of the screen is a brother that we got to meet. Uh, it was another blessing, uh, along with meeting uh, Corey and meeting Leah, was to meet this gentleman at dinner. Well, actually, just before dinner, we got to meet him at the venue. Uh, and he's another brilliant brother. And people know him as Matt Monroe. Yeah! Hi, DJ. I uh, had to wear some sunglasses because you're always wearing them, and I finally got to see your eyes the other day. So, hey, this tribute to you. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. If I looked a little better, I wouldn't wear them all the time. I almost wore them at the event, but I'm like, look at this dude, man, thinking he all Hollywood in here. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, next to him is a brilliant content creator. The La- is it the Lado Files? Is that what we call it? That's it, Lado Files. Yeah, at Chris. O- yeah, at Chris Otis seven eight. My former U.S. Air Force brother and F sixteen pilot. Can you put your hands together for Chris Lado? Shout out to Chris. White behind him. Do you see the tall white Oh, look who's here. He showed up. All right. We got him in here better late than never. Uh, But before we get to him, we're going to get a guy who's brought his acumen, his knowledge, his talent, and his skills for business. And if you want to know what kind of business, it's none of yours. But I'll tell you what, this guy is a very thoughtful and smart individual who's moving and shaking and making some things happen behind the scenes that y'all don't even know. Put your hands together for another brother we were blessed to meet who set up dinner for like 25 people at the symposium, Mr. Jordan Flowers. Hey, guys. Brother, <laughs> Jordan, you, you look I, like hope, I hope he's not running from like a T Rex at Jurassic Park. It looks like or, he's, you know, there could be something. Yes, back there. if so, drop the phone and run faster mm-hmm. if there's a T Rex. Um, but, and somebody who might take down the T the Rex is our next guest with some sort of an elephant rifle over there. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's uh, uh, written and spoken uh, significantly about uh, Sasquatch, about UFOs and paranormal. Someone who we have done two 
Simeon Hine quotes on this show so far, and nobody guessed him, which was great. So, Dr. Simeon Hine, how are you, brother? Hey, how are you doing, DJ? Hey, guys. Hey, man. Good to Welcome. see you again. Yes, Hello. thanks. Welcome, sir. I'm hey, sorry. Hey, there I, you go, Davey. There you go. <laughs> I got mine, too. I got mine right here. Nice. <laughs> Never I'm go so anywhere with it. Exactly. Dark Matter Monsters, baby. I'm sorry uh, I failed on the sending of the link. Uh, but what I did is I, I pulled some quotes and I, I posed them and saw if people would know they're from you and uh, and nobody guessed you. So it was great because I knew if I used certain keywords, they would know it's from you. So I try to stay away from that. But great job. I loved him. Great thoughts. Yeah, um, it's great to have everybody here. And we have a few more trivia questions if you guys are interested in playing a little ridiculous trivia. So uh, everyone's going to get very small on the screen while we put this up here. So our next question for the group what does Eric Davis know about UFOs? Does he know A, everything, B, nothing, C, something, or D, Eric Davis is not an actual man, but instead a super intelligent AI Hawaiian shirt from the future, which happens to be draped over a cybernetic human endoskeleton, and it has come to warn humanity about the dangers of signing an NDA. I don't yeah. know who writes these things, but hey, uh, what do we think about this? David Johnson, what is your thought here? What, what's the answer? Go back and watch any video of Eric Davis. Any question he gets asked, he blinks twice before every answer. He's clearly mm. a cybernetic AI robot from the future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. How could he not be? Yeah. That's what, are you saying that's what the programming was? Is it, okay. Blink twice, then respond. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. In front of Got us it. this whole time. Uh, fantastic. Leah, what do you think here? Um, well, I'm not sure I'm supposed to talk about this, but I do want to say he's, uh, <laughs> he's definitely D because we were part of the same Skunk Works development program. <laughs> oh, my. You weren't. Your NDA is broken. Legal representation. This is crazy. What's going uh, on right now? Yeah, man. that's a big reveal. Thank you. Oof, wow. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, this is uh, how disclosure happens. It's, one it's day that's at a right. Time. One, one day, one voice at a time. I love it. I love it. Uh, Jacques, uh, what speaks to you here? What does Eric Davis know about UFOs? Um, well, I don't think anyone knows quite everything. Uh, he definitely doesn't know nothing. Uh, so I'm going to go with C. I mm -hmm. think that he knows quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And he's held that. in high regard. But he also could be a cybernetic human, uh, so C slash D. That's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. We can combo it up, no problem. Absolutely. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, I would say I would go with C something because he works for, uh, he works for a very well-known um, black ops or blue program. And he's he's like read the stuff by Bob Forward, and um, I think he if there's an outside the box thinker, Eric Davis is that, and I think he knows something. But like Plato, if you think you know everything, you don't know anything. Absolutely, well said, <laughs> Matt Monroe. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, all right, Chris, I know you've got uh, some thoughts on this. Uh, what uh, what speaks to you here? His name's been on just so many things, you know, surprisingly as well. I mean, the safe answer is something. Mm -hmm. But if he doesn't know the answer by now, I'm going to go with B, that he doesn't know anything. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's good. Hedging your bets. That's smart. Uh, and Jordan, what about you here? What, what, what are you thinking? 
I, I think we may be uh, not giving him enough credit by saying he's, uh, you know, uh, has a human endoskeleton. I think he might be the T-1000, you know, mm. liquid metal poly alloy. <laughs> so. That's right. The AI I think- shirt prevents the pattern recognition. That's, that's why he wears it. So he can't be identified where he goes. Camouflage. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think uh, if Eric Davis doesn't know more than than we do, then something something is 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 wrong. Uh, that's what I think. Yep. Excellent answer. All right, Simeon. Well, I'm gonna go with C on this one because Eric Davis ball lightning study for, that he did for the Air Force in 2003 was part of my research for mm. dark matter monsters. And everything from page 32 to 60 of that Air Force study was whited out, redacted in whiteout. And uh, ball lightning, go figure. So he must know something if they're redacting half, literally half of his ball lightning research review of the literature. He must know something. Absolutely. Well, yeah. How could he not? Well, I hope one day we get to hear a little bit about what that something happens to be. But until then, we will take the next trivia question here in our ridiculous holiday trivia. Which alien species would be voted most likely to put you back in the wrong car after an abduction? Uh, (laughs) Would it be the Nordics, the Tall Greys, the Zeta Reticulans or the Mantids? Uh, uh, Davey, what, what do you think here? For Christmas last year, my two young children got We now have 44 of them. So my answer has to be insectoids. It's the mantids every mm. time for me, boys. Yeah. <laughs> they notoriously can't remember where to put things. Yeah. They don't know left from right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Leah, what do you think? Um, so I'm going to have to go with A because the Nordics strike me as a race of himbos. And while they may be very nice to look at, I don't entirely trust uh, them to place me back into my stunning vehicle. I'll probably wind up in some, you know, beater, rusted out Chevy Nova. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man, that's unfortunate. Yeah, no, I I hear you, though. Uh, Jacques, uh, what's your suspicion here? Uh, You know, I I, I guess I want to go with the Zetas, the Zeta Reticulans. Um. I've heard a lot of read a lot of reports of you know folks having those abductions and waking up with the wrong trousers on or you know uh, <laughs> up in the, the right you know, shoe uh, foot in the left shoe yeah. sounds like a, a good weekend not a yeah. uh, problem yeah. <laughs> they know what a party man those Zetas yeah yeah so it could just be a good time they just don't let you remember always mm-hmm. hey Jacques I just want to say Terry Loveless said something about. It was the mantids, and he had the wrong shoe on the wrong foot when they stuck him back at the uh, in his tent uh, by the tent in Devil's Canyon. There, so I I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, the mantids it. I think bear serious consideration here. Mm-hmm. I would have to give you that. Lovely, right. so another Air Force veteran. Another, That's right. yeah, another Air Force brother. That's right. Oh, excellent guess there. All right, Matt, what do you think here? I'm going to go with mantids because I don't like cockroaches. And I've stepped on quite a few. And if anybody's watched Men in Black, you, and you see that giant cockroach come at you, man, yeah, they they probably have the more car, most karma points for me. So yeah, I would vote Mantis. <laughs> like definitely not putting him in the same car. That's yeah. Uh, just, yeah. No, I could see Matt like uh, the the figure from Scarface, the Al Pacino character. You little cockroach! Mm-hmm. I'm going to squash you. Yeah, they they never so. forget. 
the face. That's what I've heard. Uh, uh, Chris, uh, what about you? What? Uh, why can't I'm they get the right Chuck. car here? I think Zeta, Zeta Reticulants. You know, mm. I just read Planet Serpo. They, I guess they all look the same. I guess they think we all look the same. Yeah, any car will do, right? Uh, what's the difference? <laughs> Let's upgrade. Can we please? How about that red one over there that has like the little rearing horse symbol on it, if you wouldn't mind, Manted? Mm-hmm, uh, so mm-hmm. upgrade when you return. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, Dr. Heim, what, what would you say here? I'm going on B with this one, tall grays, because mm-hmm. they think okay. that it's known that the tall grays don't have a lot of flexibility in their lower lumbar, so they can't bend over properly to identify mm-hmm. the car. And because they're so tall, they're, they just, you know, they're just doing a bad job of car identification. <laughs> that makes sense. Very clunky. Vin, yeah, I just... think the VIN number should be more prominent, Simi. This go. would help out. Because they're looking through the windshield and they're not able to identify that VIN number. It could be yeah. the glare. I don't the know. roofs all look the same to them. It's just yeah. that, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, Jordan, uh, what do you think here? Yeah, it seems like the, the, if the Nordics put you in a car at all, it would probably be a Volvo, right? I mean, if they're actually Nordics. Fair. fair and point. I mean, that's, I, I don't want that, you know? But no, I think uh, I think Leia Prime is actually uh, probably, probably, uh, I'm going to pile on with her that I think uh, their, you know, the physical appearance is probably inversely proportional to their trustability. So, uh, <laughs> their trustworthiness. <laughs> so, I'm with you, Leia. I love uh, this. Jordan doesn't want to look like some family from Westchester County going on like a Vermont <laughs> ski trip with the kids. <laughs> that, is, that is fantastic. All right. Well, guys, because you're our last group, I actually have an extra question for you all. So I'm going to throw this one out. I got you. one, too, man. Uh, I okay. got something. You, you want to do yours before mine? What, no, go ahead, brother. Okay. I got I'll, All I'll right. So here, here's the last one in the trivia that I have. Uh, so how fast? Can a UAP travel? Uh, a ludicrous speed. B hyperspeed. C faster than light. Or D faster than Grant Cameron. <laughs> so, uh, Davey Johnson, what would you say to this one? It has to be ludicrous speed because mm. nothing, absolutely nothing, can go faster than Grant Cameron. <laughs> with, with or without coffee, that guy is the most caffeinated man in the world, and I love him to pieces, but. No, I'm going with ludicrous speed on this mm. one. Yeah, love it. Excellent. <laughs> Leah, what do you think? I, I was going to say uh, it depends if Grant Cameron's having a good day or not. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'll have to go definitely D. And if Grant Cameron's uh, all juiced up, um, I'll have to say probably C, faster than light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leah, answer. if he's if, if he's juiced up and you have him on your show, like when he was on cab, you might get to talk for about 90 seconds out of an hour show. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Drinking from a fire hose. I, I know that game. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I'm sorry, money. <laughs> I know. It's all good. Jacques, uh, what answer right. speaks to you here? DJ, Nathan, sorry, man. Can, I, have... can I cut in? I got I to. Oh, yeah. yeah no, yeah. Chris has to bounce. Let me get Chris real quick. Hi, brother. Yeah. I'd say ludicrous speed, man. Nothing mm. goes faster than. Space that's, that's fair yeah that's true that's true hey and chris i know you got to bounce and really appreciate you joining us uh you're a busy man lots of things going on uh tell us a little about what's happening with uap society before you head out all right well we're getting we just did uh mount wilson we went to mount wilson ranch with uh, carl vibe brent stone chris bartell so we have a mini series coming out about that and we have some wow. exciting stuff going on so that's what we'll be doing but we'll be uh, we'll be talking about with Vinny and dan z carl will be there here 
on UAP Society. So I got to run. Thanks, everybody. Happy holidays. Nice. Take care, brother. Yeah, thanks I'm for joining us. Take care. Soon, Happy holidays. Hey, DJ. Yep. Haven't seen you guys. Ciao. Yeah, I miss you, brother. <laughs> All right. So who's in there? Shock, we're back to you. What would you say here? Oh, maybe you didn't answer this. I, I think Grant Cameron is a force of nature. Yeah. Uh, and oftentimes he is faster than the speed of light. I think that UAPs are uh, faster than the speed of light. So I'm going to go with D. Mm-hmm. Grant Cameron. Yeah. It's so you know, fast. It's so fast, though. I mean, I don't know. It's... He does a two-hour interview in 20 minutes. It's incredible. Yeah. No, it's incredible. <laughs> when he finishes, uh, everyone else has aged, but he hasn't. Like, that's how fast <laughs> incredible. he is. Yeah, he's that fast. Money, uh, Nathan, humor, baby. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what, what, uh, how fast are these things? Um, I would go with C, faster than light. Because mm. I think it's based on uh, like changes in spin, <laughs> and if you look at the Einstein Poldowski Rosen thought experiment, whenever you change oh, yeah. the oh, yeah, the magnetic one. spin yeah. states, they they've even te- uh, detected like nuclear bomb activity um, from the South Pole like faster than light with Soviet research. So I would go with uh-huh. um, like C, yeah, change that, of the would- spin of a what he said ftl man that's it all day every day fantastic excellent uh all right, all right simeon what uh how fast are these uap well i'm going with d on this one and that's because <laughs> i was walking with grant cameron after the citizen hearing outside of the of the national press club in 2013 in dc and he he told me something related to this he said he had been talking to Steve Bass at the conference, you know, the event organizer, the five-day event organizer. And Steve had said, Stephen had said to Grant, Grant, you got to slow down. You're talking to former members of Congress. <laughs> How much do you think they can absorb in a moment? So, and then and Grant said, oh, I think Steve's just exaggerating there. So that's my Grant Cameron speed story. <laughs> it's well known. See, this is a, it's like a standard unit is really, that's the thing. Faster than Grant Cameron. <laughs> Everyone knows this. Uh, Jordan, uh, welcome back. Uh, what uh, what answer do you have here for this? Uh, yeah, sorry, I dropped there for a second. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with D. You know, I think that you know for, uh, if you're talking about land speed, but mm. uh, you know, don't underestimate Grant's uh, Grant's wit. He's uh, super fast and really really funny. So absolutely, uh, as long as we're just talking about land speed, uh, D. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, the speed of thought. It's uh, it's hard to comprehend, and the speed of uh, Grant Cameron's speech even harder. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so. and I'm, I'm gonna tell you after listening to Matt speak, I'm feeling very Fredo Corleone at the moment. I'm feeling like I'm smart, I can yeah. do things, but it, you can't do you things. Know, yeah. We love you, we love you. Not long, DJ, not long. fantastic Fredo <laughs> reference. Yes, but, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, all right, I have a question here. We've done two Simeon Hine uh questions on this one, uh, trivia questions that people did not get. Uh, we also did a Gary Nolan, but let me go. Let me go with this one uh, from a uh, third. These are basically uh, people that we all consider thought leaders in the UAP community that that expand um, our thought. And Doctor, uh, the esteemed Doctor Hine, and I know I think of broccoli every time I say esteemed, but um, the esteemed Doctor Hine is one of them that who happens to be with us today. Thank you. And so this is from another PhD who speaks on the topic. Quote, of course, one can slice up the UFO phenomenon into scientific and the humanistic, but one will never understand it by doing so. That in the end is why 
I think the subject is so incredibly important. It bears a particular power to challenge or just obliterate our present order of knowledge and its arbitrary divisions. Whatever, quote, it is, unquote, it simply does not behave according to our rules and assumptions, period. Unquote. That's a good so, one. So uh, what thought leader, PhD, that speaks a lot on this topic, do you guys think that is? Is that Jerry Kripal? Kripal, yeah. Yes! That <laughs> <laughs> is doctor, your colleague, Dr. Jeff Kripal, yes. Yes, my, my parasocial crush. I was so excited to meet him a couple weeks ago, so Dude, it made total like, sense. He's really nice. How cool would it be to get in a room with with uh, Dr. Hine, with get like Gary Nolan, get uh, Michael Masters, get Dr. Jeff Kripal? Uh, hey, hey, Archives 2, I'm in Houston. We got to make something happen here. There you go. The last one was great. Let's see. Matt, you got a you got a couch I can crash on? Yeah, I do. <laughs> that, and that's in May, from what I hear. That's when is that, May? May. Second week in May, I think Jay said. Nice. So, and right. if anybody can lend me an airplane, I'll happily fly over. <laughs> nice. and, and for yeah. Matt, I'll take a bearskin rug if Nordics. you happen to have one. Right. Yeah, we'll send Grant Cameron to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't miss him. He's yeah. <laughs> He's All right, quick. guys. Uh, man, thank you so much, everybody. Nathan's probably going to ask you what you're up to, so let let him take care of that business, and then we'll do our cabbie goodbyes. I am, and uh, and before I do that, I just want to echo what DJ just said. It's uh, it's been so good to have you guys join us, every single one of y'all. We love to talk to you in more detail, and hope we get that chance to do so. Uh, but thanks for you know cutting up with us, celebrating 2022, and uh, looking ahead with that 2023. So with that said, Jacques, uh, what, what's going on with you? What's happened in your world? Uh, I, you know, I'm a family guy, so I'm going to, after this, go upstairs and beat my two boys up, uh, <laughs> wrestle with them. And then my, my high school daughter is uh, working her first job at the coffee shop, and she gets off at 6. So I'm going to go pick her up and nice. see if we can get a free couple of shots of espresso. That's it. That sounds fantastic. Uh, well, don't go too hard on those boys. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, Leia, what's uh, what's going on with you? I know you were just on with Dev's Data Dojo, and that was an excellent episode. Uh, what's oh, what's happening in the Invisible Night School? Yeah, so um, actually I have a bunch of stuff. Uh, we have the Invisible Night School, uh, Wednesday evenings, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, it's me and a panel. Uh, I will. I always preface this by saying I am definitely like the affirmative action, crystal woo out there, psychedelic person uh, amidst the um, triumvirate of skeptics. Um, this conversation is always great. Um, I'm also leading uh, an Exo Explorer study group uh, through 2023. Uh, shoot me a DM on Twitter. I'm at Leah Prime, or you can shoot me an email, leahprime at proton.me. It's free, small group discussion just working through some of like what i'm considering the seminal texts and exo studies um so always looking for people to jump in for that awesome awesome if That's only fantastic. if only she were more uh succinct and well and and well expressed yeah <laughs> you're amazing yeah. man did party i say people... too many words no yeah it was amazing <laughs> that's what i mean is you're amazing to listen to but party people put those hands together mm-hmm. for the co-conspirator of the anomalous increase symposium business James Zion Dole! What's up, Paisan? What's going on? I, I hope I have this setup right because I'm, I'm not used to doing this on StreamYard. 
Oh, you look well, great. don't worry about it. You're doing great. You know, the, the show's over, but nonetheless, we're very glad to have you pop in. Like I said, even if you only came in for a minute, we're happy to see your face, hear your voice, and say thank you for putting together uh, these amazing things that have basically brought, you know, there's one, two, three, four individuals that, uh, excuse me, one, two, three, four, five individuals that are on the screen here that we would not have known were it not for your event. So thank you very much. For sure. I'm, I'm the only one here not wearing a hat or some kind of headset or something cool. <laughs> I know, but you got a nice haircut, though. The hair looks you know, good. I was going to yeah. say, uh, Corey has a, a beautiful set of hair, man. I oh, you know that. that. going for me here. You know that, baby. <laughs> Corey's well, always looking sharp, man. It's an he expensive man. That's not a toupee because I look, okay, when we were there. When he was one step below me, I was like, no, that's his hair, man. It's real. It's natural, baby. <laughs> it is. No extensions, nothing. So great oh, job, Corey. Thank thanks. your parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as we're doing our cabbie goodbyes, uh, let's go to Dave. Uh, Davey, actually, what you got going on? Uh, shifting gears. I don't think James is familiar with Davey. It's the first time you guys have been on screen together. Yeah, we've we've exchanged a few DMs in the past, but it's the first time we've actually met. So a uh, super treat for me. Hi, James. So, yeah, next year um, I'm going to be doing more Shifting Gears podcasts, looking at talking to people who have had transformative experiences just like myself. So, um, yeah, check it out when it comes out. And there's another podcast on the – it's there just beyond is. the horizon, right? Yep. We can't see it yet. The mast nope. hasn't come up. No, we're working on that one as well, which is myself and, uh, and the gentleman by the name of Ash. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that one because that one's going to be – Deep woo. Love it. <laughs> Dig it, man. UK UAP Ash. Uh, let's move down to uh, Mr. Monroe. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be helping out with uh, the research for um, the UAP Medical Coalition and as part of their research team. And I'm going to keep uh, shining a light behind the scenes with some of uh, my club members that. Uh, make this world a better place and try to spread a, a spirit of positivity in this community. Love it. It's, it. it's such an honor to, I'm sorry to mean to cut you off, Nathan. It's such an honor to meet people like that. Cause that's sort of the mission of cab. Um, and it's kind of what, what we're trying to bring me myself as a person. I, I fail at that sometimes, uh, but I try hard and it's the reason we're doing the show. And it was really an honor to meet and connect with you uh, to sort of affirm uh, what we're trying to do. Thank you, Matt. Let's move on to Mr. Jordan Flowers. He got business and it's none of yours. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, who let Jimmy Lamborghini into this, uh, into this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> we let anybody in here. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The amount of people that have butchered Lord James's name is just unbelievable. Um, James, it's really good to see you, man. And thank you again for uh, for everything you've done to put on uh, the events. Um, uh, yeah, so what, what are we working on? So um, uh, two main things. The first thing is uh, we are building, we were sort of inspired by at the International UFO Congress, uh, Brian Bender and Bryce Zabel having this idea of turning the Wilson Davis notes into a play. 
and we are basically trying to, you know, it's not going to be exactly that, but it is going to be a dramatization. Uh, so we're excited to, to bring that, and it's going to be a collaboration with several people that you've, uh, you know, in the community that you've heard of. We're really trying to get more of these sort of collaborations uh, done. And then the second thing is, you know, sort of my uh, hobby horse and obsession, which is... Um, and trying to build a platform, a decentralized platform for UAP science, for funding UAP science. So that's primarily what I'm working on. So exciting times. It's awesome stuff. Yeah, fantastic. Jordan, um, I, I have to ask, have you seen the Michael Frayn play Copenhagen, which is about the meeting of um, Niels Bohr and um, one of the other physicists? I think it may be... Um, Schrodinger? No, it's uh, uh, Heisenberg. Werner Herzl. Oh, okay. Werner um, Heisenberg. Um, you should definitely read it. I could see where that would be like very informative for what you're doing with this this dramatization you're working on. That's a great idea. Yeah, because we've been, um, you know, if you just read the notes, it's, um, you know, it doesn't lend itself to much of a conversation. It really is like notes. Um, so we've been seeking a way to uh, adapt that. So that's a great recommendation. Thanks so much. However, Jordan, if you do use that, Leah will send you a consulting fee, and, and I understand that her weekend <laughs> rates are exorbitant. Uh, just a heads up on that. Yeah, yeah just heads <laughs> oh, up. All good. Uh, All good. <laughs> anyway, James Iandoli, uh, you're doing big things. Um, you're no Fredo Corleone. What's going on, man? I just did a I just did an interview with uh, Colum Kelleher and then George Knapp. Oh. Awesome, yeah. man. That's the ones you were telling me to get on. I need to get those guys, man. Talk yeah. about I'm so tired today because yeah, I stayed up late watching that. Like, but it was awesome, James. Thank you for doing that. It was I very good. I want to interview them so much for my Art Bell project. I'm so. sure you could. I mean, they're they're definitely open to people who are serious researchers in the community and are open minded. And I I mean, I, I think for for people to try to understand where they're coming from you, you should probably read the uh the books that they have produced mm -hmm. um I, you know again people are going to go super woo on that that's it's again it's like on the you know the edges of reality if you know just like the the valet and heineck book but I, I don't think people understand how how read in people like Cullum are um and i'm, I'm not talking superficially um Again, if you if you read Loose Threads by uh, Hermetic Penetrator and uh, and Omega Point, I mean it, it paints a picture. But even that, it you know, I'm I'm sure they there's things that they would leave out in respect to to you know to to you know maybe plausible deniability for Colum and Hal and other people. Um, so and and they're trying. I mean, they're they're coming to the edge of what they what they're allowed to say, and hopefully, with everything that's going on, they're allowed to push it further. Um, so that I mean, I would say definitely get Colum on, and you definitely want to pick that dude's brain. Well, thank you for helping them too, also James, to come out and do that for people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, again, I. George Knapp too. He's, you know, uh, he's, he's more, he, he knows more than people I know in the intelligence community on this stuff. He's really, uh, he's hardcore. <laughs> he's, he really is. He really has done in some incredible things. And I'm, I hope, 
you know, he's got stories he's sitting on. He can't publish because it's not the right time. It's, you know, just again, just as an example, you know, he had the A-tip story since like, since since its inception in 2008, when OSAP got the contract, he was talking with Bigelow. He knew he had Bigelow on Coast to Coast talking about uh, how he had a partner. You know, Bigelow had a partner to investigate UFOs. And <laughs> it was the Department of Defense. It was the DIA. Um, so he was he he knew the whole time, you know, what was going on, but he couldn't say anything because, of course, it would compromise the investigation. So. Uh, you know, he's sitting on a ton more of that. And, you know, I hope when the time is right, he's able to publish it because, you know, again, he couldn't publish the New York Times story because the New York Times had to do it, basically. Right. You know, otherwise it would have been a local story. And, you know, he understands that kind of uh, <laughs> he said he was miffed about it, but it is what it is, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm really optimistic for 2023. Hey, James, I find that very easy to believe, actually, that he does know more than a lot of intel people. And the reason is because they am, they're compartmentalized away. They don't have a need to know that information if they're not in the program. But people are, are in the program that thinks that some of this should be out there, that he's obviously interviewed some of those people and is protecting them, as he should. But I don't find that difficult to believe at all, that he probably knows more than a lot of intel people. Right. It's harder for them to talk to each other, especially when they're getting polygraphed. Sure. And you, you know? don't have a need to know. I mean, they you you can't just go share that to another intel guy just because he's your friend right. and you both yeah. have a TSSCI. You yeah. can't share it unless that individual has a need to know. And then, but sometimes you know they might feel comfortable talking to a, a George Knapp and and letting out a, a nugget. I mean, that's how we know the things that we know is because that's happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's and that's I mean we know we. we you know, through not not only the Wilson Davis uh, notes and memo, you know, which, again, Callum went on the record and said, basically, you know, right around the time that happened, he he knew about it. Um, and it's like one of those gray areas. Right. Um, and there's there's a lot of that. And, and within those those files that were released, you know, after Dr. Edgar Mitchell passed away. There was also the, the alien autopsy email thread. And, you know, you got Hal put off on there, Cullum, uh, Kit Green. And, 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 Do and Dr. Kit Green is, is telling them, you know, like he, he was brought into the Pentagon on three occasions in the late 90s and shown by, in a briefing, uh, you know, pictures of alleged autopsy. And here's Kit Green. He's, I, I know, you know, he's, he, he has, gotten awards in the central intelligence agency for his work um you know because of what he helped do with soviets and and so on um and and he's he's confused as if he's like are they lying to me is this fake <laughs> like this this stuff so i mean it's, it's really incredible to uh to see what they they had kind of their journey on this and they're trying to figure it out and get to the center of the labyrinth so that's fascinating. And I, I think since those times, you know, and again, that email is back from like, it's an email thread that covers from like 99 to I forget what year, 2000 something that they're going back and forth. And that's how we know about Zodiac, um, you know, which is uh, tied to crash retrieval and reverse engineering programs um, through that, you know, email chain. So they are, 
not telling each other everything. They're trying to communicate information. They probably bend the rules and break some. But uh, again, I think it, since that time, since the the late nineties, early two thousands, they probably in the last twenty years have learned a lot more. Before I react to that, I just want to answer Thunderbird's question: Where the hell is Jordan? He's at a coffee shop in Van Nuys right now, which doubles as a climbing gym. That's on the other side of that wall that you see right there. Uh, but other that, than that, I have um, one final trivia question, uh, just to back up off of uh, what James was saying there. Uh, so everybody can just kind of answer this uh, however you like. But um, how many ufologists can James carry in his backpack? Just, uh, All of them. <laughs> okay, I just have to answer. He was carrying like 15 bags and wouldn't let me help him at the <laughs> conference. So a heck of a lot. Yeah. Okay, so Eric Davis is in there. Kit Green's in there. Richard mm-hmm. Doty's in there. Uh, Dr. Hal Putoff is in that backpack. Uh, Colm Hel- Kelleher is in that water bottle pocket on the left side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many. There's probably several. Yeah. There's a, a Gary Nolan, like, tactical Gary belt no- or something. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Nolan. He's yeah. like the, the, the bazooka tube, mm-hmm. the mortar tube on his shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, 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 <laughs> uh, James, I uh, appreciate you uh, enduring that silly joke. Uh, thanks for joining us and, and participating with us this uh, on this fine Sunday afternoon. Um, all of you guys are awesome. Thank you for taking time to be with us. I know we can't, we're held, we've held you hostage longer than we told you we would. Yeah. Uh, so you're all good sports for hanging out a little bit longer and uh, having a good time with us. So thanks for being with us and happy holidays, happy new year, all the happies. Good to see you. Yeah. Let, thanks, let me guys. let Debs get in there. Uh, Bert, Debs, go ahead. Uh, my dear. Um, I love all of you. I love everyone that's come on our show. Happy holidays. I want you to have lovely gifts this year when some giant sleigh comes by and comes into your house with permission hopefully and <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for my tall nordic to show up i'm from texas <laughs> um and i i want to also i want to thank everybody as well it's an honor uh so happy to have you part of our our family here and to have the community so fortunate to have everyone on here and uh it's worth staying over to hear uh james to bring us uh information that he has from sources because he's not been in this for a couple of years. He's been in this for a couple of decades uh, and, and has spent a lot of time studying this and, and interacting with people uh, on camera and off camera. And thank you, James, for edifying us with that and, uh, and um, providing some, some more provoking thought uh, because you can go in all these different directions. You know, what you were just talking about was a lot of uh, disclosure, a lot of aspect of who knows what and who's talked to who. And you can also go into consciousness and, and uh, themes about reality. And, and that's what makes you a multi-tool player and a multi-tool threat. So thank you, uh, James, for joining us, uh, albeit late. Oh, thanks. So you just called me a tool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like I'm a tool. Leather- you're like a Leatherman or a Gerber tool, and, and I carry one of those, I'm sure. I love Monroe tool. does as well. Yeah, so. tool's a great band. Very functional as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just another cog, man. Yeah, thank you. You're, so. you're a pretty big cog. Thank you very much, everybody. We love you, and thank you for being part of the cab holiday party of 2022. And guess what? We're going to do it again in 2023. All right? Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Take care, everybody. See you down Namaste, the road. We're always wondering what's up around the bend. Later. Oh,